You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Blurred Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it in 2020! 2020 Vision! What's up, Blurred boy? Vision! You guys miss us? No, nobody missed us. What? Nobody, what? nobody cares. That's not true. <laughs> nobody cares. Look, I, I was surprised to see that people actually do care. People were hitting me up like, where are you guys? You guys coming back? When's the next episode going to drop? Through my Instagram comments, my DMs. So, people do care when well, we're not around anyway <laughs> what, what, what's the star wars quote it's like a million voices crying out and suddenly what? they're all silent yes yeah, suddenly it's silent see i was thinking that more was, like watchmen like that was the podcast for a month no all the <laughs> all the listeners are like they'll look up and ask where's the new podcast and we'll look down and whisper no <laughs> <laughs> hey guys yes we are back with a lot of things to talk about because, like, my we're gone said, for a month, a whole freaking <laughs> month. It's that thing where, but we've passed the threshold of like when we take enough of a break where it's like, oh, we're refreshed and we've got all the knowledge, we're ready to go. Now, at the point where it's like, it's been so long, I don't remember shit. <laughs> How do we do this? Yeah. What, is, what is this? Is this a show? Yeah, what is words? <laughs> but yeah, guys, so we've got movies, we've got anime, we've got TV, we've got trailers, we've got news. Movie May. Movie May. Anime movie? No. <laughs> Do we have an anime movie? No. But yeah, so what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the list real quick. Let's see, we've got uh, the crisis finale. So we literally stopped recording right during the crisis break, so we missed the last two episodes. Did the crisis end on a high note, or was it a, or you whelmed? That's a better DC thing, right? Yeah. Whelmed or overwhelmed? You're overwhelmed or whelmed. Or mm. underwhelmed. Mm, that's a possibility, too. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you think because you were, I think, a lot harder on it the first half than I was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if that trend continues through. Uh, we've got Bad Boys. Well, no, I did say I liked the third episode. Yeah. That's one of like three. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bad Boys for Life, Bad Boys, or is it Good Men, Good Men? <laughs> Who the fuck wants to sing that song? Exactly. Uh, let's see. We also have Underwater, the Kirsten Stewart movie that uh, I was looking forward to because I love... You were? Yeah, I was. I, did I, I didn't say that on the podcast before because I, I thought from the trailers it looked like a Cthulhu-based horror movie. And I, I don't love... remember. Did we talk about the trailer? I think we did, but that also might have been one of those movies that you're like, hey man, let's watch this trailer before the podcast, and then we get to the podcast, and we don't talk about the trailer at all. <laughs> Maybe. That happens a lot. <laughs> Behind the I'm scenes. Like, I don't even remember talking about the... Tr- I don't know. Whatever. If we didn't say it on the podcast, we at least talked about it off air. And I was looking forward to it, because like I said, I, I'm, I look forward to Cthulhu-based horror movies. I like the kind of shit. I like like esoteric mysteries, like, um, uh, what was that movie called? The, the the cube. Have you seen that? 
No. Oh, well, it's good. Look it up. I think I mentioned it in the podcast before, but yeah, the cube. But yeah, underwater. Is Bella better without Edward? Stay That's, tuned. Yeah, find, find out. out. <laughs> uh, or we, if you've already seen Charlie's Angels, you know the answer. <laughs> yeah. And what I really want to talk about, and I'm going to try and say that for toward the end of topics, but My Hero Academia, we literally... People have been saying that this season, season four, has been the slowest season so far, My Academia. I think that's true. Um, and we've been getting mixed signals from manga readers. Some say it's the best season or the best arc in My Hero Academia. Some say it's the, the most boring. And we literally stopped recording right before I think this season like turned up to 11. Yeah. So, oh, oh, Pretty these, much. this four-episode block, it could have been a movie. So I'm so ready to talk about it. I've been, I've been dying since the I, I record my reaction too to the um the the main event of that that arc, uh, I haven't uploaded though because I'm lazy. But you should see my face. Like I I rewatched it myself just to see if I was cringe or not. I, I look like Eunice. <laughs> like, you know, I make some faces. Yeah, yeah. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> but I'll say this: put a little mystery into this review. I didn't cry. What? No. <laughs> we all know blur vision. That means it's perfect vision. Yeah, crying it means an. Automatic perfect vision for so, Jordan. So are you saying it wasn't a 2020 vision? I'm not saying anything <laughs> yet. Uh, and we got some side things we can just like throw out there and talk about real quick. Uh, I haven't been watching all of the latest seasons of Seven Deadly Sins, but I did watch the Escanor versus Meliodas fight. And as someone who also read that fight in the manga like a year ago, because I was, I couldn't wait. I was just I was so excited for more Escanor. I had to I had to spoil. I pulled a U. I pulled a U with my Academia, Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mirio, son of a bitch. I, I, don't know you, I have no idea. What I know you're exactly. About. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, so I was really hyped for that fight. So when I saw what the anime did with it, oh, we'll talk about it. Um, and if there's anything what else, you have this torrent because it's not it's not in America yet, right? Yeah, no, I had to. Um, it's actually it was on YouTube. I just googled or I YouTubed Seven Deadly Sins Meliodas vs Escanor fight, and they had the full episode. I watched two episodes of the latest season. Ugh! Wasted my life. <laughs> I mean, I finished things like Witcher, Vinland Saga. I watched a lot this fucking past month, you guys. And ask Michael how much he watched. Michael, how much you watched? Um, I finished <laughs> Star Wars, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> but none of the, uh, the things that we usually talk about. Then, like Witcher, so you're going to finish, no? Uh, Vinland Saga for the Patreon, uh, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I even saw Catch, you son of a bitch. I suffered. I saw, cats. I saw cats too. It was a cat right outside my, my apartment. I hate you so much. <laughs> this motherfucker, all he would talk about is, oh, 2019, one of my most, more anticipated even than the rise of Skywalker. This motherfucker said cats was on his list. It is. And yet. I'm still catching up. I'm, here we are in 2020. I, I was like, there's still four movies of 2019 that I'm still trying to see that I haven't seen yet. That's 1917, Cats, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and uh, Hereditary. Mm. No, Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah. Yeah. I've seen two of those four. How is that possible? <laughs> Do better. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there because we got a lot to discuss, so it doesn't even matter if we talk about cats or not. Yeah, Spoilers. I'm like trying to filter through news because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about how Stephen King's racist. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's weird. Yeah. But. Uh, we don't gotta talk about cats, but spoiler alert, it was fucking terrible. I think you, if you nah, even probably, heard about, probably great. No, it's fucking. <laughs> it is. It is mind bending. How bad? It's not even like I'm bored. It's just how was this made? How was it approved? I saw the 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 unpatched version. Spoiler alert, though, which 
I'm assuming you haven't seen it because you didn't bring it up. I haven't what? seen it yet either. What? But Cats is gonna make actually gonna make more money than Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is like good because <laughs> it's like, come on, Robert Downey. Like I, me and you both saw a trailer and we're like, mm, yeah, this doesn't look good at all. So clearly, why would he pick that? But I still want to see it. <laughs> As your first movie out the gate from Tony Stark, you're going to choose Doolittle? Not even Sherlock Holmes or anything? Like, clearly, he thought it was... Because it looked like they spent... And obviously, it's if, it's a, gonna make, if Cats is going to make more, it looked like they spent a shit ton of money. It was a $170 million budget for that movie. Why? <laughs> Bro! <laughs> I can't compare it to Cats, but... I, I, it can't be more trippy. Because Cats was just like... How? Like, there was. I actually put a, a story post of me, like, actually watching it because my theater was completely empty when I watched it. <laughs> so, I, and I'm glad it was because if Emma was in the theater with me, they would have been so pissed. Because literally every five seconds, I was just going, How? Why? <laughs> was the music at least good? No! <laughs> <laughs> that memory song is, like, the only one that was, like, okay, but I can't hum any of the songs they were none of them memorable except for i'll take it back the hook to what the opening song was just so fucking weird that it burned my mind because it was so weird jellicle cats and jellicle cats and jellicle 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 like what are you talking about what is that word wait, wait. damn i forgot the name i forgot the song this song's gonna get stuck inside yes this song. yes it was like that oh god oh god oh my fell. but yeah it was like that but like <laughs> with weird cats jumping around, being half naked and weird looking. <laughs> I mean, you like cats. I do like cats, but it almost made me a dog person. It was that bad. <laughs> All right, but there's no time to spare, Mike, because we got a lot of things to talk about. So let's get into our iTunes review. We have one, which is kind of disappointing. It's been a month, you guys. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's from our old pal, Black Bird. So I said nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Uh, even, even you said there's not that many emails. <laughs> yeah, like maybe five. But uh, let's see. Blackbird Reynolds says, uh, The Secret Crisis, five-star review. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. So since Doomsday Clock has finally ended, was actually pretty good in the end despite the massive delays. I actually read the end of that, too. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah, you said you did hate it. You didn't like it. You know, Why, the movie, um, um, TV show did it better. So much better. In it, Jeff Johns alluded to a couple big events. One in particular is The Secret Crisis in 2030. And I, yeah, there was like a thing at the end where they montage a bunch of future DC events. And I'm like, did they actually plan it that far out in advance? No way. If, they're mo- if you don't plan your movies out that far in advance, how the fuck are you planning your comic book events that far in advance? Because they dated them. Like, 2030, this. 2020 something, this. I'm like, really? Okay. If you stick to it, it's amazing. I think, I think they did. I think they, at least... The idea for it, but you know, with comic book delays and all this other stuff, who knows if it actually happened? Yeah, I was just like, "There's no way." If you can't plan DCEU this well, how are you planning your comic book lines? <laughs> well, it's not the same people. I mean, it's true, <laughs> but still, it's just like on principle. <laughs> uh, and I quote: "On July 10th, 2030, the secret crisis begins, throwing Superman to a brawl across the universe with Thor himself." and a green behemoth stronger than even Doomsday, who dies protecting Superman from these invaders. Do you think this is John just having fun, or will we really see Marvel slash DC crossover in 10 years? I hope so. I hope we see a movie crossover in 10 years. With the way the studios are going, I don't, I don't think so. Probably won't, but this is why I want in my heart. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Even a comic like, I think the last comic book crossover was in the nineties. Mm. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, why is that? The amalgam or whatever. Studio right? suck. Good point. All that red tape. Let's jump over to our emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First email comes from Damien Coachman, Rise of Skywalker. What's up? Listening to the podcast where you review a Rise of Skywalker and I'm dying. I agree with all the criticisms, but strangely, I did enjoy the film. But like you, I felt nothing when it came to the emotional moments like, spoilers, Leia's death. The couple next to me was crying, and I looked, and then I and then said, "The fuck are you crying about?" <laughs> That's a level of like savagery I can approve of. This trilogy would have benefited from some cohesive storytelling, agreed. But as I mentioned to you in my email a while back about J.J. Abrams. That's one of the downsides with his mystery box storytelling. And J.J. is definitely lying when he said Palpatine was always going to show up in his story. I agree with that, too. And the lightsaber fight between Rey and Kylo sucked. We deserved better. I agree with mm-hmm. that, three. Yes. <laughs> All that is true. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> and for those wondering, I am going to have a Rise of Skywalker discussion with Chris, number I'm one like, super fan. After, after all, I'm like, do people care anymore? <laughs> Probably not. I think, people, I think people just like hear us argue, so maybe they'll like it. Especially people that liked Rise of Skywalker. Because they're out there. <laughs> they are out there. But are they listeners to the show? <laughs> Besides Chris. Yeah, they might have rage quit already. Uh, how dare you blaspheme my, my love of Star Wars? <laughs> Let's see. Next email comes from. I've got so many not related emails here. Nick Cabral. Another reason to dislike Rise of Skywalker. So here we go. <laughs> exactly. So, do you guys remember the throne room scene in The Last Jedi? Yep. And how Anakin's slash Luke's lightsaber was broken when Kylo and Rey were force pulling it? Yep. Then how the fuck does Rey have the lightsaber in this movie? You can't make the excuse that, oh, she got it from the wreckage of the ship. Because there would have been a mark on the lightsaber in this movie where the two pieces were separated and the thing blew up, which I assume is caused by the kyber crystal. That's fucking a great point. Science. I, I didn't... I, we, I'm not gonna lie. When I first started reading this email, I was like, oh, well, obviously she just grabbed it at the end. But yeah, it exploded. No, science. Science? <laughs> or no, she used the force to put it back together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's seamlessly. She healed it. I mean, Kylo Ren's helmet has all these like cheap-looking red stickers on his mask from the cracks, but her, her yeah. lightsaber is perfect but she's, she's more power. She's a Palpatine. <laughs> she's more powerful. She force-healed the lightsaber. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, and the thing blew up, which I assume is caused by the Kyber crystal, so even if she did repair the saber... Then where does she get the crystal? Spoiler alert for the Rise of Skywalker: She does get a new yellow crystal, which I don't get, uh, which don't get me started on because that shit doesn't make sense because all the crystals were taken by the Empire in First Order. That's also a good point. Wasn't that the whole concept behind that scene in Rogue One where they were like, um, remember that city that uh, Donnie Yen's character was in? And the idea was like that was like an old Jedi temple or whatever, and they were like mining kyber crystals from that place. No. Okay. <laughs> it's so sometimes you're like way more advanced with me than Star Wars trivia. But other times you're like, huh? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't get it. All right. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Rogue One. I, I was falling. I was bored through most of Rogue One. That's true. I was dozing off. Rogue One is really just the third act. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
so Ray somehow found two crystals, which is practically impossible, or JJ and Disney thinks we're all idiots, and I need a nap. Your friend Xander. So, so clap for Xander right there, because that was pretty brilliant. Astute observations. And yes, one more reason to fucking dislike the Rise of Skywalker for sure. Um, There's so many reasons to dislike the Rise of Skywalker. But hey, let, let Chris tell you, there's a lot of reasons to love the Rise of Skywalker, and we spent way too much time being negative. A two-hour rant, Michael? Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there was two hours of things to rant about. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was too much for Chris. It was a two-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We ranted for the length of the movie. <laughs> uh, next email comes from snakebob at yahoo.com. Cowboy Bebop. Yo, yo, yo. I just started watching Cowboy Bebop. It's uh, a classic. Last week, and this shit is amazing. The animation, the dialogue, the characters. Uh, I'm going to pause here. Did you watch Cowboy Bebop before? No. Oh my god, that is a classic of anime. You gotta. The ending is fucking beautiful. There's a lot of classics of animes that I haven't seen, like Naruto. You're right, you're right. But at least this is only 20 episodes. Like Naruto's like a thousand or something. Only 20, okay. Yeah, it's do it's doable is what I'm saying. Fairy tale. Again, a thousand episodes. All those shonen that like have like long running seasons, like don't even bother. You'll never catch up. Um, blah, 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 blah. it dealt with so many adult themes of loneliness depression a little bit of gender identity and identity problems why can't animation be like this anymore now it's all the same bland thing because people don't want to take risks anymore basically that's what I think anyway and also I love My Academia but I feel as if there is one problem well to me Deku wants to be All Might I don't really like that <gasps> I wish he would want to be the next number one hero but be his own person I think that's the idea Plus, he's a kid. Yeah, like, he's got an you idol. You see somebody you idolize, of course you want to be like them. Yeah. You want to live up to their... Uh, whatever the, the word. Legacy to, yeah, their, that's yeah. the word. There we go. Yeah. And you need that first spark of inspiration to kind of come into your own anyway. I think it's that's starting to happen now in the show. Uh, I, I, I kind of, ironically, it started with the most simple thing. Oh, wait. I'll use my feet. <laughs> even, like, even like musicians, like when Michael Jackson first started out, he wanted to be like uh, uh, Fred Astaire with the dancing. And uh, why can't I'm thinking? Of, why can't I think of the guy's name? Ow! Oh, come on, Bobby Brown? No, not no, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. No, 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 that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel good. Yeah, da, da, I'm like, da, why is his da, name da. escaping me? Oh fuck. Fuck Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're bad black people right now. Well, we're terrible. <laughs> I want to say Jackie Robinson, but that's clearly not it. J- Jackie? Fuck. No, that's not it. James Brown. James Brown. Go. I knew it was something Brown, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> damn, we're, we're terrible. Not, and we it's about to be Black History Month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we almost had our black cards revoked. This, this is what happens when you don't record for a month. <laughs> Man, we're like that anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not new. Deku wants to be all my. I don't really like that. I wish he would want to be the next number one hero, but be his own person. Down to the special moves he does, it's just a kid all might. I want him to have his own moral compass and judgment, not think, oh, what would all might do? And I'll just do that. And I thought there was going to be another show in the My Hero Academia world, but dealing with vigilantes. Well, that's a manga spinoff. Yeah, that's a manga spinoff, and that didn't come till like long into My Hero Academia. So if they do end up doing that, it's not going to come now. It's just a companion piece to the main manga for My Academia, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't even want them to do like a spinoff show for that. 
But it's like a spinoff. It's like a spinoff manga, though. It's a whole manga. Yeah. Oh well, they guess they kind of have to. I just don't like spinoffs. I think they have in the Boruto and, and Naruto. Boruto sucks. <laughs> but Angel was good. That's true. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. All right. So if it's good, then yeah. <laughs> but if it's bad, it just weakens the whole super, the pot, or whatever. But I don't know. I, I think Deku. I disagree. I think he's coming into himself. I think All Might is just his initial inspiration. Of course, he's gonna base his his moves off of All Might. He's got the same powers. <laughs> yeah, especially since he's still a kid. Yeah, you tell me if Goku taught you how to do the Kamehameha, you'd be like, nah, I want to call something different, though. No, you'd be like, Kame! <laughs> yeah, Gohan uses that. Yeah. Pretty much every fucking body uses yeah, that. everybody in that show uses yeah. that. <laughs> Master Roshi's like, that was mine, bitches. Uh, let's see, next email comes from, but thank you for the email. Uh, damn, I forgot his name already. I lost the email, so I'll never know. Snake Bob, thank you. Thanks for the email, Snake Bob. Uh, the next email comes from Danny Villa, Danny Villa Senior. I'm back. Also, Jordan, you might owe me 20 bucks. Uh-oh. What I, what I bet? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, oh, I just thought about something. What? Did the, uh, co-host Steve Rogers or whatever, did he ever contact you? Huh? No, he hasn't. That's a good, thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I still haven't gotten an email or anything Moving from Moving on to number two. Who is number two? <laughs> Fuck. All right, I'm gonna give you one more week, Steve Rogers, and then next week I'm gonna we're gonna move on to the next uh, runner-up. I, I would do it right now, but I don't have that pulled up, so I have to look for it. <laughs> that list is somewhere, though, Michael. I swear, it's, okay. it's buried in a month of memes. Uh, you probably deleted it. <laughs> no, it's it's buried in a month of memes. It got a lot of memes. Uh, I'm back. Uh, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm back, and I wouldn't say better than ever. Had a ton of stuff with work and school and blah, 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 but who cares? Here's the very well-thought-out question of the week. Have you guys seen you? I haven't. Have you seen you? No, I haven't. I heard it's good, though. Uh, it came out with a second season, and holy shit, I'm currently watching it to see what the hype is about, and it low-key lives up to the hype. Oh, okay. I did see the first... <laughs> I did see the first episode of Dracula, though. Oh, yeah, how was that? The first episode was actually pretty good. Yeah. But I've heard that the other, because it's only three episodes, but they're all like an hour and a half each. Oh, like Sherlock Holmes. I've heard two and three sucked. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, they said three was the worst. That's not motivating to no, keep watching. That's not motivating. <laughs> I want to I leave it on a high note. Episode one was pretty, like, episode one was damn good. Well, then in your mind, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was more episodes. There are, Michaels. If only there was no, more no. episodes. <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty good show to binge and I think you guys might like it check it out and let us know what you think here's a link to the video that got me to watch it but yeah it's all stay near to my blurries and go beyond plus ultra so we will check out you because you are not the first person to tell me that was great Danny so thank you for the funny enough I know somebody that's on the second season really? yeah so why aren't you watching it? you're a bad friend (laughs) we have to be supportive apparently I am yeah yeah uh, you know how many show? I haven't even finished freaking watching. I haven't even finished Agents of Shield. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Elliot Robinson. Hot take: DCAU better than MCU. Oh, that's another thing I watched. The animated Harley Quinn show. Did you watch that yet? No. Or any of it? No. It's way better than what the trailers make you think it is. It's actually funny. I watched like six or seven episodes with my girlfriend. We both really like it. So. Once again, what DC. Titan? What about Titans? Still haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Have not had the motivation to try watching that yet. 
Um, hey, bros, happy new year to my fellow blurs. Can't wait for Unworthy 3 to come out. That's another thing. Since we've been gone so long, Unworthy 3 is coming out this Monday, which is uh, January 27th. Uh, 4 it's p.m. It's my girlfriend's birthday. Really? You don't have a girlfriend, so who the hell? Who are you talking about? <laughs> She's my ex-girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> when I was still a heterosexual. Ah. Were you ever, though? <laughs> yes, I still am. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> These are lies. Um, so, agree to disagree, but after doing a long holiday binge of DC cartoon shows, I must say the DC animated universe might be the definite universe in media. But Jordan's outrage, hear me out. Like, he's like, calm down, Jordan's anger. I'm going to explain. Batman and Superman series alone set up so many emotional moments and had consequences. Superman's brainwashing by Darkseid and, just, and Justice Lords created Cadmus. Oh, he's going all the way back to, like, the world's finest and all that stuff. Uh, created Cadmus, which finished the whole Superman arc with the Battle of Doomsday. Batman's entire arc from original series to beyond. Yeah, and even that Cadman stuff came back for the end of uh, Justice League Unlimited, which is fucking great. Uh, any emotional beat can be matched to the best MCU moment. I know Michael's going to say Buffy Verse is better than both, lol, but just my opinion. Okay, so I agree that DCAU is really good. Like I, I The fact that they had continuity that long, like from basically our whole childhoods, like yeah. <laughs> from when we were kids to when we were like young adults, like they, they had the continuity, continuity go through Batman, Superman, World's Finest, uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, all that stuff was connected. Batman Beyond, Static Shock even got connected to Justice yeah. League. Uh, so it's an amazing feat for TV, especially cartoons. But is it better than the MCU? Mm. <laughs> uh, I get where he's saying, because if you want to match moments... Like, I don't know. It's hard because like, they're different. They're very different. And, 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 they, and they hit me in different times of my life. And then, not even just that, but then the DCAU didn't have as many constraints as the MCU did. So it's like, considering what the MCU had to work with and the fact that they made what they made, I think it puts it a step up than a DCAU because DCAU could do whatever the fuck they wanted. True. I think it's also a testament to the writing ability of each individual show because there's no way, like when they made Batman Beyond, that they had that epilogue in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or even when they when Darkseid took over Superman and the Catmus thing happened in the Superman show, that they would bring that back for just like a limited and it'd be a whole season's plot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like they were really good at building off of the previous storylines to make it all feel connected. When it... In actuality, it was never planned like that, but the MCU was. From start to finish, Kevin Feige had a, an yes. end goal. Like so. Nick Fury showing up at the very very first Iron Man. Yeah. I want to talk about Avengers. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just different. But if I'm going to say overall I enjoy it more, I'm going to say the MCU. But is the DCAU amazing? Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> and I think if you were to put it in terms of like amazing feats, it's definitely at number two if I was going to rank things. Yeah, I would say the same. Marvel's Marvel fanboys yeah. were, bought, were bought and paid off by Disney yeah the Marvel cartoon continuity is garbage it's garbage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except for game of Marvel but yeah thanks for the email Elliot um is that the last email oh no we have one no two more next email comes from New York Rap Revival hey guys was wondering Jordan will you ever expand 
the unworthy verse to other Saban brands. I don't know if you grew up appreciating things like Mass, Mass Rider, Rider, yup, Beoboris, yup, VR Troopers, yup, uh, or Saban's Team in T, yup, yup. I don't know what that is. Uh, that was the one that had Venus de Milo. Remember the female turtle? Oh, oh, oh. That was, I didn't know Saban. Yeah. That was like when they were doing the... I th- I th- those are the Power Rangers that crossed over the Space Rangers. And I like that uh, that show. It sucked it got canceled. You like that show? I did like this show. I like okay, Venus. as a kid I liked it, <laughs> but have you seen it recently? No. Okay. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but all you have to do is watch like five minutes of the first episode. And it was like, <laughs> this is trash. <laughs> this is hot but garbage. No, I say the same thing about Power. I go back and watch... Like the no, original Mighty even Morphin more. Power Rangers. Trust me, even more. I, I love like, Power Rangers. Trust me, this sucks. Like, get it? I was a kid, but I'm like, yeah, this sucks. No, I agree with you. Mighty Morphin like also sucks. And but this is a different level. Know, granted, obviously, you don't know what the the eyes of like a five, six, seven, eight year old. But I'm like. How did I not notice these trends? This is not even the same location. <laughs> like, bro, I, bro, I like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're in like a like a industrial facility, but now you're in Japan? <laughs> What's that big mountain in the background? Where's that at? That's yeah. <laughs> Mount Fuji. Uh, as a kid, I used to think that that was the action camera. Like, I thought when they would like look different in fight scenes, that was because the action camera looks different. That's how I explained it in my mind. I make excuses as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> But um, I'll do this guy one better. Fuck the things he listed. I'll go even deeper. Tattooed, uh, no, what's it called? Beverly Hills. No, tattooed, tattooed alien teenagers from Beverly Hills. Remember that shit? No. Fucking terrible. Superhuman Cyber Squad. No, I like that. Sh- I like that show. Last so Samurai's guys. You know it's funny. You're my girlfriend. My girlfriend loved that show too. I was like, really? Yes, <laughs> I like that show. She said it's because it reminded her of nine hundred two one zero plus Power Rangers. I had the uh, I had his the the figure this Superhuman Samurai toy. You know it was Ultraman, right? It's a trick. <laughs> All it was is Ultraman. I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so he goes on to say, but I think it would be cool to see your take on those other properties. Either way, keep up the good work. Common uh, Rider, or I guess Mass Rider, and Power Rangers are already very related. Same thing with VR Troopers and Power Rangers. Um, oh, then they never met. Mass Rider and Power Rangers met, but the VR Troopers never met. No. But weird trivia, Tommy was actually the original main character of VR Troopers, but he got recast. No. That was in time that he left the show as the Green Ranger. So he had like he was available, but then they were like, "No, we're gonna bring him back as the White Ranger." So then he he was only in the pilot for that show. Weird, right? The things I know. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, know. I don't remember real things in my life, but I remember <laughs> stupid shit like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm actually I actually am planning to do stuff like that. Uh, the White Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> White Power Ranger. <laughs> um, I actually do want to do a Ninja Turtles crossover this year. So that's actually a goal for 2020. And you know who's going to... Isn't that expensive? Well, I'm not going to buy the suits. I, I'm going to make the Shredder suit, but I have a friend that actually has a Leonardo costume, and he'll be in it. But I won't have the full Ninja Turtle team. I was going to say, what about the other? <laughs> it, well, it's going to be Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtle. Power Rangers versus Shredder. Because in the n- latest Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtles comic, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Shredder got the Green Rangers po- Power Morpher, and he has like a Green Ranger suit. So he's like the Green Ranger Shredder. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to actually do that and guess what here's a Blur Vision podcast exclusive that Michael doesn't even know yet guess who's going to play the Ranger Shredder you know him the Ranger Shredder yeah 
So Shredder. He's uh, going to be our Shredder. Uh, you know him. And you got a man crush on him. Trevor Bell? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what day is that? Uh, I'm available that day. <laughs> I'll make time. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a Ranger Shredder. Okay. I thought you would like that. I was like, oh, it's Michael's boy toy. <laughs> my girlfriend knows him. I was going to say, how did you get the? Yeah, my girlfriend knows him. They're friends. Oh. So. Well, ask him for some money, too, because he has money. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you be my thing? Also, give me money? <laughs> yeah, because you, if you're going to be in it, you might as well help fund this thing. <laughs> I'm literally, I literally cast him because his arms are perfect for Shredder. <laughs> like, he's dead. he quit his job, and all he does is social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's goals. So I'm hoping some of that success juices rub off on me. Ask him for some money. <laughs> That's a good first impression. Yeah, can you help fund this? <sighs> but thanks for the uh, the email, New York Rep Revival. And yes, I will be doing that this year. Uh, and I think this is our last email. I think he broke up with his girlfriend too. So he did. That's my that's my chance. He did. I'm in the know now, so I know all his his information. Yes, he is single. So here's your chance, Michael. <laughs> You only get one shot, did not miss your chance to blow because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, so one last email from Snake Bob. He says, bad boys for life. Hear me out. The next bad boys film should be a team up with the Fast and Furious universe. Bad boys versus Hobbs and Shaw. Sold. I'm, I would totally love that, actually. No. <laughs> you love that? I would so be down for that. You even make bad boys into a cartoon? Like, don't get it. It's a already a cartoon. Did you see not like Hobbs, life? Not like Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's close. It's getting there. Like, fucking Idris Elba was literally a fucking super soldier. Hey, man. In the bad boys <laughs> world, Will Smith can drive through Miami or whatever, like, on the beach and no one cares. And, and, there's, and there's no traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I noticed that in a lot of movies when they do like high speed chase, especially in like New York. I'm like, there's no way you're driving like that in New York. That's impossible. Yeah, no. (laughs) You'd be gridlocked after like two feet. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) All right, let's get into topics of the week. Where do you want to start? We're talking about bad boys. We're just jumping to bad boys. You want to talk about movies? We're talking about my hero. Where do you want to go? It's a new year. We can do anything you want. We could do bad boys. No, do underwater. Uh, 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 Let's let's start. Let's start deep and then rise. So I'm guessing you don't like underwater then. <laughs> All right, let's start with underwater. Listen carefully. You are now descending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. Was that an earthquake? No. Gotta get you the escape pod. How We walk. We're just gonna walk with insufficient oxygen. You don't know what's out there. Turn your lights off. We drilled to the bottom of the ocean, and we don't know what came out. So yeah, underwater, we've got uh, Kirsten Stewart, we've got TJ Miller, other people. I don't know who other people were. (laughs) Uh, Jessica Henwick. I don't know who that is. From fucking Iron Fist. That's Colleen Wing. That was Colleen Wing? You're trash. Whoa! (laughs) No, that's a good actress, because she does not act anything like Colleen Wing in that. That's what's called acting. <laughs> hey, I think that's a compliment. <laughs> I didn't, she was so scary. I'm like, who is this chick? Wow, that's really good. Okay. Anybody else? Who's the other ones? There's like two or three. Who's that black guy? I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, word. When was the last time this happened in a movie, guys? This is crazy. That's how I felt. I felt the same way. I was like, you're really? 
Really? I also Are heard we this, doing this again? Word. I also heard this movie came was filmed before Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I think it was filmed like two years ago or whatever, but I makes guess sense. because of the Fox-Disney merger. Oh, is that why? I, I figured because all the Because it's a Fox property. You don't think it's because of all the effects? No, this this whole so. thing was post. Like, it's all underwater, so it's all post effects. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Fox, Disney probably didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Mm. Almost kind of like Jojo Rabbit. They weren't going to have Jojo Rabbit come out at first because uh-huh. they were like, Eh, we don't know if this is under the Disney umbrella. We don't know if this will work. Okay. Well, Underwater, uh, this is a movie that, judging from the trailers, it was pretty mysterious. They didn't reveal the monster. It felt like an Aliens kind of movie, just in terms of its trailer's tone, which I think kind of held true throughout the entire film. Like It felt like Aliens, just underwater. Get it? <laughs> um, oh, before we get into our reviews, though, and this is just right in the sports, because we got a lot to talk about. So let's just go spoilers, ratings, let's do this. But before we get into our ratings, uh, for those that don't know our ratings, we're on Blurred Vision, I'll drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchpon. Uh, so what did you think of this movie? I haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah. Maybe she quit. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she's like, the house is, is finally complete. It's time for me to go. <laughs> so she's like walked yeah. off into the distance. I know. Catch up on. Send us an email. We miss you, girl. I hear your voice like every Don't time. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me tonight. Or, more topical, you don't miss your water till the well runs dry. <laughs> I don't know that song. Craig David? Is he black? Yeah. I'm singing a black song. He's light-skinned black. <laughs> okay. he's, he's British black, but yes, he is black. But anyway, <laughs> underwater, bro. How'd you feel this movie? What was your rating? Let's get into it. <laughs> Obviously, I was looking forward to this way more than you were, <laughs> just based on the premise. Yes. I Honestly, I didn't even know what this movie was. I've never... I didn't even, I didn't even hear about it till I, just, till I saw it was in the theaters. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it, it wasn't really advertised that well. No, yeah. not at all. But I like shit like that, because I like mysterious trailers, like Cloverfield, like things that you're, even Quiet Place. John Wick, too. John, they didn't really advertise the first John Wick. That's true, yeah. And then it came out, and actually, and I think they didn't do it, because they didn't think it was going to make any money. Mm-hmm. Now, lo and behold, they're about to do John Wick 4. Yeah, word. <laughs> it's be John Wick 10 in a couple years. Possibly the same day of Matrix 4. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Underwater, this movie was trash. Moving on. Oh, shit! <laughs> Let's go. There's no time. <laughs> Jordan, there's no time. Damn, okay. Well, tell me how you really no, feel. It wasn't It wasn't trash. It was okay. <laughs> like, I think the thing that pissed me off the most about this movie is what they did with the black character. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like... We already yeah we already said we already said we already said we're doing spoilers. So not only was he the first to die, he died the most bitch way possible. Yeah, he died the most before even the horror thing started. (laughs) He died in the most bitch way possible. Then they made him into like the typical martyr. Yeah, sacrificial black person that's always sacrificed himself for the good old white folk. Like that line that she threw in. Oh, he knew the mask was. Soon as they said that, I was like, I wanted to yell out on the screen like theater, like bullshit. Like, I mean, there he, was that scene where he looked at the, the, the helmet like, here, you take this one. And I'm like, why? At I first guess because I thought, she's important. I, at first, I, thought, I was like, wait, did he like tamper with her suit? Oh, wow. You, he, you thought he was he, conniving. <laughs> yeah, I thought, because I figured, because usually in these types of movies. You're one traitor. Yeah, there's always one person that knows everything. Like, 
is the cause of it. Like even video game. Like think about Resident Evil. Yeah, I, Wesker I was the cause of everything. Yeah, one asshole. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was gonna be him, hmm. but then no, he just decided to kill himself. Well, it's, I think it's because before that scene, every time something happened, she was the one that was would solve it. So he was like, he he felt like he was useless. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make sure she lives. And so that's another thing that pissed me off. It yeah. seems like he was the most useless to the whole squad. Yeah, everybody in the squad had some type of knowledge, or you got the captain, or this person's a, everybody's a scientist. Yeah, but then you get what to, was he? But then you get to said. him. They never said what he was. No, I think he did say what he was, but I don't remember what it was. I don't think that he did. I don't. I, it was I, something I, basic. It was like. Custodian. I <laughs> yeah, I was like, did they pull a fin and yeah, make him a janitor? Was. Yeah. Because there was a line where he's like, oh yeah, the reactor's gonna explode and all this other stuff. The only reason I know that because I watch a lot of anime. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this me? <laughs> like, did they just pull me onto an underwater like, facility? Why is he there? Exactly. But they, they said that the facility had like 300 people or something in it. Wow. So there had to be like, you know, staff that didn't have expertise in the most important things, right? I guess. That's I the get idea. that. And obviously you got to have people to clean it and all this other stuff, plumbers and all that other shit. But at the same time, why does it have to be the one black character? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Michael, he died so early, literally the first person to die. So the rest of the movie you like though, right? Cause once he was out of the picture, <laughs> no, fuck that. That pissed me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the rest, but yeah, the rest of the movie, I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I don't like, okay. Like, my biggest thing, and I think I talk about all the time, I even mention it like, The Mandalorian and things like that. I'm a big character person. Yes. And if I don't really feel a connection to any of the characters, then I don't really care. Like, and mm. this movie was strictly plot-driven. Mm. There was no time for them mm -hmm. to talk about the characters, so you didn't really know. There's actually a lot of time to talk about character stuff, but they just didn't. Yeah, there was no moment, no quiet moment, or actually there was a quiet moment, but even in the quiet moments, you didn't really learn anything about any of these characters, like, and especially with... You kind of learned about uh, Kristen Stewart's character. She doesn't have any. She doesn't have anybody at home. That's really all you yeah. learn. But who is she? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then you learn She's that, Sigourney Weaver and aliens. <laughs> but you even know more about Sigourney Weaver than you know about... Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying she's a better Sigourney Weaver than aliens. <laughs> and, the, and then the, the, the characters like Jessica Henwick and, and the other guy, you learn their, their boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. So really all you learn about any of these characters, Yo, and then that the, uh, the captain. I think of white the captain. People. The captain has a daughter at home. That's yeah. all you learn about these people. Well, the def I think that white guy is the definition, and the couple. He's the definition of like white people just be winning. Cause like what he did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing, and he's he's one of the few that survives. <laughs> I'm like, you you don't deserve this. It's not like he survived on his own. He survived because of the, them. Yes, they yeah. literally they literally carried him. They, they dragged him across the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like fuck him. If I was Christian Stewart, I'd be like, nah, I'm taking that pot. That's <laughs> spoilers for the end. Yeah, spoilers for the end. But yeah, so like I had no connections to the characters. And the plot was pretty generic. Like, basically, if you've seen Alien, you've seen this movie. Just transfer it. Un seen just transfer any, it underwater. Any movie like Alien, I feel like this movie bar just borrows a lot of things from other movies without fully fleshing out those moments to make them truly like memorable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'll give you that. And I mean, the creatures were cool. Yes, that's my favorite part of the movie. So yes, be because. But because you're so deep underwater and it's literally pitch black underwater, they tried to play with that. And so you couldn't really see the creatures that much. Mm -hmm. Until the very end. Until the very end. But at the same time, I didn't really... 
enjoy that that concept from the filmmaking standpoint because I'm like, I get as dark as hell underwater, but at the same time, I'm still trying to watch a movie. I don't, couldn't really see much of what was happening. Mm, there's one scene in particular where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. When they're flying through like the water or whatever, her and the captain. Yeah. I was like, I was so confused. Yeah, that was another. It reminded again, just kind of like seeing Nazi, like, uh, what the fuck, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. That first, that opening scene. Yeah, where you couldn't see shit. The weird editing. Yeah, and T.J. Miller's character, and like, no, fuck his character. I hated his character. I hated his character. I hated he, his character. He single-handedly destroyed the tone. The second he arrived until the moment he died. And it's not, I don't even necessarily blame it all on him. Cause no, they hired him for that. Yeah, they, they hired him to not be funny. Even, not even just that, but he was also written. Yeah, he was he was written to be funny. Yeah, but none of the jokes landed. Not a single person in the audience laughed yeah. at any joke that he made throughout the whole movie. Actually, no, I take it back. There I feel was, like there was one. There was one joke. There was one joke that they laughed at. It was when... They wanted. They had to go out into the ship to investigate, and he was like talking to Jessica Henwick's character. He was like, "All right, you go." Oh yeah, right, right. He was like, "This is your time now." Yeah, just, <laughs> She's just like, "What?" He's like, "I'm just kidding." <laughs> that's the only time. That's the only joke that the audience laughed at. That was funny. Okay, I knew there was one. I was like, "That was funny," but most of them, yeah, you're right. Yeah, most of them were terrible. No. So, I, I didn't have a bad time with this movie. I'll give it a low passable. Damn. I mean, I say that I'm not far off. I, you know, even, what? even even the real quick, even the creatures. I feel like you like them. Take what? No, it's not even that. But like, take the creatures out. Nothing in this movie changes. What do you mean? Oh, you, you mean like from a disaster movie to a horror movie, or like, yeah, like just in terms of like the basic plot. Like, take them out. Nothing. Like, you can swap those monsters out with like anything. <laughs> but no, not even just not even just anything. I feel like if you're gonna have make this a monster movie, make the monsters way more essential. Oh, I see what you're saying. So the, I, I do agree with that because actually one of my complaints as well that I feel like they didn't do enough with the premise because I feel like a lot of times the hazards were like the underwater environment yeah, like itself. That's that's the biggest antagonist in and of itself. You're yeah. six miles underwater. But we've seen movies that can do that and do it well, like Crawl, where you have the environmental da- or the environmental danger as well as like the the monster danger. Yeah. But I feel like something like Crawl did it better because it elevated the movie throughout. Like every time. Like it, it was a constant source of rising tension, like the water. Huh? <laughs> like it was never a moment where it was just like a stagnation. But I feel like somewhere in the middle of this movie, it just felt like like the the, the deaths weren't impactful. Like when T.J. Miller died, I was like, "What?" That's and part how he of that died. Is, part of that is because you don't care about these characters. You don't know anything about these characters. But it's also the execution of the deaths. It just felt very bland. Like you know, I, I just I just feel like I've seen those deaths in other movies in similar ways but those other movies did it better so the captain how he died we just fell into the darkness the black guy his, his head whatever cracked. Oh, no, that was kind of cool what the guy that fell in the darkness Him, no the black guy imploding oh yeah no that was that was interesting but I was, that, still, I was still mad but that wasn't but, even like, oh, yeah I was mad for different reasons but that wasn't even the monsters that was just them being stupid I'm Jessica like, Henwood's reaction ah! <laughs> yeah. I was like what when he exploded though I like that scene where it's like the white noise, like she can't hear, even though she's underwater. How does that make sense? Right? Because it was like, ooh, she's like, she's like walking through like the dust and debris because she's like disoriented. Yeah. That was a cool shot. But yeah, how did she hear the noise? I guess maybe the vibration from the explosion in yeah, the helmet. I mean, they could still hear. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just felt like something 
what was left desired with the monsters and how they interacted with the humans. I kept waiting for like a big moment that never really came. The biggest thing that happened for me was just seeing, again, spoilers, the end when they revealed the full Cthulhu-level monster that's like behind everything else. Because like the, the little monsters that are revealed later to be like more like it's minions or like it's children or something. Sperm. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sperm. And then I also heard people saying that this could have been, which I was like, this would make a movie way better. If it was Cloverfield. a yes, if that was the chlorophyll monster instead of Cthul- I love that that's. Cthulhu. I mean, they probably they probably thought about it. I don't know because this fit better than shit like Paradox. Because Cloverfield is Paramount, right? Yes. What was this? This is Fox. Well, oh. now Disney. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. It also doesn't make sense because the the origin of Cloverfield in the first movie was the the idea is it came from space because of that one shot at the end where you see something fall into the water. You remember that? Yeah, but this doesn't necessarily have to be an origin. It could be an expansion. Like, but the whole thing with this is they drilled underwater and they they cracked the whatever they drilled opened up. Or they found another Cloverfield monster. <laughs> one came from space. This is one... cousin. Yeah. Actually, if it was a Cloverfield <laughs> universe and those two monsters would fight, better movie. <laughs> but that being said, I. I think I like this movie a little bit more than you did. You're doing be- a lot of this. Oh, shit, you're I'm pretty right. sure I was going to come into you're the right, mic. You're right, right, See, it's a training. I've lost the training. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I like this movie more than you did because I like this type of... No, oh, big monster! Yeah, that's one exactly big, big monster! That's the only reason! Big monster! <laughs> the movie could be trash as long as it got a fucking Godzilla-esque monster. Jordan's going to love it. so cool. <laughs> the way he flexed underwater. I was like, oh, it's Cthulhu! We've never gotten a Cthulhu movie. This is the first time. It's fucking awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure there's been Cthulhu movies. If Please look it up, because if there is, I'm going to watch it. Because <laughs> I don't think there is. Um, I, I like the mystery aspect. I like being teased along the entire journey of not knowing what these things are, where they came Hell, from. Hell, the fucking octopus from Pirates of the Caribbean is th- the Cthulhu. He's close, <laughs> yes. The Kraken, it's close. <laughs> Uh, but you're right. It had tonal Wait, issues. There's literally a movie called Cthulhu from 2007. What? <laughs> Is it a big monster? <laughs> I'm about to see. Mm, don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Throw this movie out right now. I don't need it. There's a movie from 2018 called Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, but is it like a thing where it's just going over? Because there's different parts of the Cthulhu mythology. Like see. it could just be people brainwashed, people going crazy. Like, I want a monster. <laughs> I'm about to look at the trailer. Well, I'm going to keep it on mute so you can't so it okay. come across the thing. But All right. But yeah, I think I think I agree with most of what you're saying. It's just, this movie had tonal issues with T.J. Miller's character. I feel like there was a lot of, like, tension that got released and not in a good way when he as a character showed up because he made light of literally everything, almost everything out of his mouth as a joke, and that destroyed any, like, sense of tension in the yeah, movie. Yeah, even the moment when he was first introduced. The first Chris, thing. The Kristen Stewart is literally saving his life, and he's like, oh, you flat-chested, beautiful creature. I'll, thank you for... Like, what the fuck is that? It had to be ad-libs, right? That's what it sounded like. Like, that's not even funny. Like, that's the first thing you say to me? Like, come on, man. I mean, he's especially pointing out... Especially considering, like, you're already in trouble for, like... <laughs> but that was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I know that, but still, like... <laughs> it's, just, it's just poor timing. <laughs> Um, and you're right, the characters are weak, they're, they don't have a lot of substance when they die, you don't really feel anything. It literally just becomes the Christian Stewart show by the end. Um, and I think what saved the movie for me is that finale, when you get that revelation of where these monsters are coming from and what they actually look like, when you get a clear view of them toward the end. 
so I was saying I felt like before the ending the monsters didn't leave much of an impact because that one scene where she fights that monster one on one and it basically eats her whole and she pulls the uh, MIB and shoots it from the inside out to kill it. Mm-hmm. That was a dope scene. I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, that was actually cool. Yeah, like if they had more scenes like that, more. I feel like they need to add more more body horror or more. I don't know. It, 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 the, the deaths need to be more visceral, like that death almost was. She didn't die, but if, if someone died in that way, that was terrifying. Like for me, body invasion. Don't eat me, bro. <laughs> I'd rather you like stab me to death. Don't eat me. Oh yeah, even when one of the, the like the smaller creature, the sperm cell, was in in the body of that like floating person in the uh, in the ocean. Yeah, I thought they were gonna actually do an aliens and have it go into somebody when the lights cut out when they're like examining it in the ship I was like why I thought as soon as the lights came back on it was gonna be gone and then the next thing you see it's crawling in somebody's suit and it's like oh no it's inside them but they didn't do any of that so it was like why even set it up like why even have that moment if you're not gonna pay it off somehow yeah so I for me a lot of what made it I think a good movie was the ending um, and the fact that you get to see giant Cthulhu. Yes, I like giant monsters. And I like the fact that, I've heard people make fun of this, but I like the ending where she sacrifices herself to save the couple. And uh, she does a thing where she detonates the, the facility they're in it was, to take down Cthulhu. I hated that. Her. You it like that? so fucking convenient. Yeah. Like, literally. Okay, I know you're going to say. I know yeah. you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck was there? When she presses like the, like the, the radar button, there's like... Like little radar blips of the monsters. That's not even what I was gonna say. Oh, I was like, but how not is even, that possible? Not even, no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice that till I watched the double toasted. But oh. the thing I was gonna say is like, literally, when she went uh, started to uh, explode the core, yeah. the, it showed her the blast radius just conveniently. Oh, it just goes went right to high, where they are. Yeah, went up <laughs> high enough to take out all the monsters, but not, but high, not enough. high enough to take out her friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, bullshit. <laughs> Look, man, you gotta have a big explosion at the end to have a cool ending to a horror movie. Well, what, what the fuck was that? I was like, this is... Uh, no. I wish they didn't have that that digital readout because that was just like, you didn't have to have that. Like, if, I would have gotten it. You know what I mean? If you just had it happen, I would be like, all right. But to have it like... Now, audience, so you know, this is going to save them, <laughs> but kill the monsters. Everybody yeah. on the same page? Everybody on the same page? I'm like, why spell it out for us like that? <laughs> it was stupid. It was. But I think that moment was still... I like the sacrifice moment. I thought that was sweet. And it's because it, it tied into her backstory of her feeling like she wanted a second chance with the person that she wanted to be with, but she wasn't. I, for, I don't remember the reason why she couldn't be that person. They broke up for some reason. I don't remember but her living vicariously through the, them. This is the sequel to Twilight. She broke up with Ed. <laughs> I can see that. And this is also a prequel to Cloverfield. So it all ties, <laughs> it all ties together. <laughs> but I'd give it... Low passable. No, I would have given it a passable. But for me, because I love giant monsters, i give it a high passable. <laughs> I think it works better as a rental. Like if you watch it on like Netflix, then does going to see it in the theater. No. <laughs> You know, like, you don't even on Netflix? You know no. I, mean? I think that'd be a fun movie. Watch Sex Education. That's good to watch on Netflix. Well, if, I'm gonna, if I'm actually going to recommend things, I recommend things like Marriage Story or something first, but... Which, that was good. Oh, you saw it? I did see Marriage Story. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren is so much better in that than he is in Rise of Skywalker. I like him as Kylo Ren. It's just, I didn't like the story that they did. I mean, I agree with that, but I'm saying like he was able to flex his acting chops a lot more in Marriage Story. Yeah. That shit was emotional. Even in Black Klansman, he was pretty good. See, I didn't see that yet. Adam Driver has proven to be like, a, like every time I see him in something, he's 
pretty damn good. I hate you, and I wish you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's real. <laughs> that's some real shit. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was, like, a lot of people give her shit for wanting to be a trans man and playing an Asian woman, but... <laughs> okay, where's this going? <laughs> but I was going to say, but ultimately, she's, she's, she's a good actress. I think she is, too, yeah. And I like how the movie is now. We're, now we completely abandoned the underwater review for *Marriage Story*. But spoilers for that movie. You haven't seen it, guys. Um, you should. So skip like a minute. Uh, my computer just died. Skip sixty seconds if you haven't yet. But I like the fact. And I want to ask you: Did you feel like the whole movie they might get back together? I did. But they didn't. I yeah. like that. I, I thought they would too. But when they didn't, I was like, "That's just life. <laughs> life just be like that sometimes, man. That's, yeah. whew, it's a heavy feeling. To leave you on." Especially like the the end where he's reading the uh, things that she loved about him mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie that she never that read. She never read. I was like, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Tell it. Why would you even? First of all, that was a year later. Why the fuck was that out? <laughs> the son found it. That's why. Yeah, I was like, you guys should have been I, together. And I mean, I get that. Like, I had like the letter that my uh, ex wrote me. Asking when he first asked me, "Will uh, you be my boyfriend or whatever?" Yes or no. It was a cute way. He went back. He went old school, like circle yes or no. Aww. But he wrote like a full letter mm-hmm. about it. And I kept that. I kept that even years after we broke up. Then, then, but then finally, I, I got rid of it. <laughs> Did you destroy the, the motion of your hands? Is like and I crushed it. <laughs> like like, like <laughs> I crushed. Like uh, what, what's what's the fuck is her name? Regina from Once Upon a Time. Like when she take the heart. <laughs> yeah. right. No, I just threw it away. No, oh, okay. You finally hurt, got over. It. It, it hurt me to throw that away though. No, I didn't get over it. But <laughs> oh wow, it's <laughs> a long story. That's another story. It's <laughs> <laughs> a story for another day. Yes, that was the day Michael finally realized that love wasn't for him. Love isn't real. <laughs> no, it's the day I realized that love is broken. <laughs> Aww, you only love one person your whole life, eh? Like yes, Will Smith. My penis. And whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was trying to make a segue. You fucked it up. <laughs> That's that my. That is my segue. Okay. Well, I was gonna Will, say Will Smith loved his penis. <laughs> So much that he doesn't want to age. He wants to continue to always live his glory days as a bad boy for life. For life. Well, the the revelation in Bad Boys is he's only loved one person his entire life. We ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. Like a penis. What the fuck? I mean, that's true. But fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Bad Boys for I life. My charger. Okay. Uh, but what the fuck was that run? <laughs> you never see scary movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> No! <laughs> oh, I love that scene where she's like, Gina, or whatever her name was, she's like, help! I'm PG! She's like, oh lord, don't let this white girl fucking see me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, there you are! Save me! I'm being killed! She's like, oh lord, don't let this white bitch die! <laughs> and she's she come, falls, oh, thank you, lord. <laughs> she's come a long way, Regina, Regina Hall. What else has she been in since that? Um, I don't even remember. Movies you haven't seen. Too. All right, well, let's get into Bad Boys. You're racist. <laughs> I, I'm very racist. All right, Bad Boys for life. Marcus, somebody's trying to kill me. Who don't want to kill him? Hell, put my name up there. Thank you, Marcus. We appreciate that. He betrayed me. I want him dead. This is personal. They're ruthless like me. They're crazy like me. Damn you, Mike! It's a nice life. We ride together. I don't want to die together. Woo! 
Oh, that is hand-stitched leather. You better drink it. Alright, bro. How'd you feel about Bad Boys? Uh, was this too little, too late for the Bad Boys franchise? I know it's been like, what, 10 plus years? I went first for Underwater. You go first. Okay, fuck. <laughs> fuck you then. <laughs> it's been 15 or whatever years. 17. 17 years since the last Bad Boys. That's crazy. I like, feel old as fuck. I was like, I don't remember one and two. I don't remember liking them. But... I remember moments. I don't remember yeah, the Yeah, I remember movies. moments. Yeah, like the rats fucking in two, or the Ku Klux Klan scene where they like they take off their hoods. They do like the Michael Bay three sixty degree spin. Oh shit, you remember more than me. I don't remember that. That was two <laughs> things. <laughs> what do you remember then? I remember. Uh, I list two things. They're like, well, that's way more than me. Yeah, I remember Gabrielle Union in the movie. And. And I remember Bad Boys Bad. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's two things. That is two things. Yeah. Um, I mean, just real quick. I mean, like, this is not really on our, our main itinerary of things to talk about. Bad Boys. It's not really comic book related or super related, but it's black. It is black. <laughs> and they're kind of superheroes. I mean, they do some superhero level shit. Not quite like Hobbs and Shaw, but they, they get up there. Um, I don't know. I had every reason to hate this movie. Like, yeah, I thought too. for sure it was going to suck. January yeah, movie. Yeah, especially coming out of January. Yeah, I mean, you know, Martin Lawrence, didn't he retire from acting? Wasn't that his whole thing? Yeah, he came back for this movie. Yeah, he's overweight. He looked like the jokes even in the trailer were corny. They were corny jokes. They were. So, like, the, even the trailer didn't sell me on it. I was only seeing it just for the podcast. <laughs> like, you're saying everything I would have said. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Will Smith, when's the last time he was in a good movie? Uh, uh, Bad Boys 2? I don't know. Bright. Hancock? Bright. <laughs> I don't think Hancock was good. I say that. Bright. No, it wasn't that. Bright? Good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Suicide Squad? No. no. Aladdin. No. <laughs> you don't like Aladdin? Not really. I liked Aladdin. I could only compare that movie to the original Aladdin. And if I'm going to pick I one. I liked him as the genie. Was that was the most. That, that made the movie for me. That's probably the best he's been in something in a long time. But still, I, he's compared to Robin Williams. No. <laughs> Robin Williams is well, way better. Yeah, you can't compare the two. Well, I am. Because <laughs> they're the same character. So like, I just haven't felt like they've been a, it's been a good Will Smith vehicle for a long time. I'm going to go back to even like I, Robot, and I Am Legend. That's how long it's been for me. Oh, well, wait. What? What? Patrick Stewart wants Whoopi Goldberg to come to uh, join Picard as Guinan. You ain't watching Star Trek. Who cares? I might watch Whoopi Goldberg. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't even lie. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, like I said, I went in this movie with every reason to hate it, but I ended up thinking it was hilarious. I mean, was it the best movie ever? No. Was I entertained? Yeah. Um, and they even do things with the plot that like, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Humor is like the best weapon in a writer's toolbox. Because you can take the most cringy, fucking, I'm gonna use the movie's own words, telenovela shit kind of plots. Like the most over the top, oh, it's so, like, this makes no sense, oh, it's so stupid, oh, that even sounds corny. That's the story you're going with for this. But if you throw in a good joke that lands, you can sell anything with a joke. And there's a twist in this movie that I didn't expect at all. But when it does happen, my first reaction is, all right. Either this is going to be really stupid or you're going to make this work. And Martin Lawrence tells a joke and it works. To the point where, by the end of the movie, even as fucking predictable of a like a, a sequel setup as it is, it won me over enough and gave me enough goodwill in the Bad Boys franchise 
that I would see that new movie. <laughs> Even though I'm like, really? That's where we're going to go with this franchise? I'd be like, I'll check it out. I, if it's as good as this movie, I'll check it out. Um, in terms of the filmmaking, I don't think it's as good as Michael Bay. I got... I have all things for me to say. I think Michael Bay's actually a good like cinematographer. When he's behind the camera, I think he's good. I'm not saying a writer. <laughs> I'm not saying a, like, a good writer or a good storyteller. I'm just saying a good filmmaker. Because I feel like the action scenes in the first two movies, from what I remember, had more energy to them. They felt they had more of a punch. There wasn't really an action sequence in this movie that was like, oh my god, that was so badass. But it was just generally jo- enjoyable. So I can't really complain about the action either. Um, so I was going to give it a rating. I'd give it a... A solid more than passable. I enjoyed myself. What would you give it? So yeah, you basically said all the things I would have did to set up. Every reason to hate this movie. I I didn't like any single trailer that I saw for this movie. <laughs> I was like, even Martin Lawrence's acting was like, eh, yeah, you could tell. He, he seemed drunk in the trailers. You could tell he hasn't been acting for a while. Yeah. And then, yeah, the movie's coming out in January. I'm like, this movie's going to be trash. <laughs> and yeah, I liked... This movie way more than I was expecting. Uh, and although I will say, I still, for me, I can still tell Martin Lawrence, like his acting to me still wasn't all that good. He seems drunk, right? Like it's no, the way he, he delivers lines. He doesn't seem drunk. It just seems like he's putting on his acting voice. Oh, is that what that is? That's to me, yeah. Okay. That could be it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Mike, I'm going to talk. Like, I, I can't even. But, but wait, to wait, it, wait, wait. But- we say that, but there were a few moments where he actually did like dramatic scenes really well. Yeah, there were a few. Well. There were a few moments, but but most of his moments, I felt yeah. like yeah, he's comedy. It, it was like forced. Yeah, I can see that. But he was. Did you think it was funny though? Some of it. You don't think his chemistry with, with Will Smith was? Oh funny? no, I, his chemistry with Will Smith is great. Okay, but it's still because of the the acting issues for me. I didn't like it as much. Well, we're doing spoilers, right? Are we? Not yet. No, not yet. Okay. I was, I was wondering. But yeah, so I didn't like it. But but with that said, I didn't hate it. I still enjoyed it. And I still liked seeing those two together. And I still like seeing Martin Lawrence come back. Because Martin Lawrence is a legend in comedy. Yeah. And I mean, and acting is a muscle. If you don't do it for a while, you become rusty. Same thing with like singing or playing in sports or anything like that. So I didn't... We, we already know he has the chops. But uh, the, thing, the thing that interests that I wasn't expecting in this movie and that caught me off guard and was something that was very welcome is usually when these types of movies come around, movies that take place years later and they introduce this new set of characters that's supposed to take over from the old guys. Star Wars? <laughs> you don't give a fuck about the new guys. You're just like, no, give me the give me the original cast. I'm here to see the bad boys. Yeah. But the new cat the new cast that they introduced, I like them. Oh, 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 the new, like, policemen? The new cops. New cops. Yeah, I liked... Okay, the new, the new team, basically. Yeah, I liked each and every one of those characters. And I, Especially and I, the, the tall white guy. Yeah, the tall... Like, Dorn, yeah. I, I loved his character. <laughs> that's the thing I liked about this movie, that they added... They, they, they didn't try to repeat Bad Boys 1 and 2. They showed that these characters are older. They showed that yes. they are evolving. Now, granted, Will Smith's character is still trying to be what he was when he was younger, but... They still show that no, you can't really do that anymore. And I like mm. that evolution that they weren't trying to repeat the same tropes, kind of ignoring the fact that they were older. I feel like you have to introduce that into the story to make it believable. Like with Rocky, for example, like you have to. We have to also acknowledge, just like in the real world, that these characters are older and they've, they've aged and maybe they've changed. But the problem so with a lot of movies is like they don't they do don't, that. Yeah. They don't acknowledge that. No, 
time has it's been almost twenty plus years. Yeah. The characters will evol- have evolved, and just through circumstances, they can't do what they used to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I appreciate that they did that. And so that's why I didn't really have that much of a problem with the action scenes. Yeah. In this movie, because yeah, they nothing was really hit as hard didn't hit as hard as like the first two movies but at the same time they're older and I did still have fun with some of the action like the, yeah, yeah, the car it was chases still, it was still fun yeah. yeah so it was it was fun so as long as I have fun I'm good yeah and yeah there was a twist in this movie that I wasn't expecting and I liked it and then speaking of like and then even with that like what they did with the villain and the antagonist like it was like Winter Soldier almost yeah making him more than just the generic muscle twirling because I th- think about the because I think about the first two movies, I don't remember the villains at all. I, yeah, I don't remember the villains at all to the point where this movie I was the whole time I was like going, are these like maybe the 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 wife of like a villain from a past movie that I don't remember? It, she's not. So I was just like, that's how yeah. cool I remember the other movies. I was like, I don't remember who these people are or anything. So like making this villain, but even before the twist, I think that movie that that villain was done really well. Yeah, even before the twist, yeah. but then the twist. Made it better, yeah. Cause it, it, well, never mind. But it's spoilers, but yeah. But yeah, so I liked, and plus, like, because it's me. What? <laughs> oh God! I'm like the like I was, I was down for the villain from the moment he came on screen. Cause I was like, I leaned over to my friend. I was like, he's kind of hot. Wow. <laughs> but then there's a moment where he does his first action scene. I was like, okay, I'm kind of turned on right now. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Like I'm catching a Woody. You mean when he killed those guys with the knife? Yeah, when he did that, yeah, I was that like, was I'm about to go jerk off right now. I was like, I, Yo, Woody, Captain America, right now? What is this? Yeah, I'm about to pull my dick out right now, and start jerking off. You see what I'm saying? Well, like kind of superhuman, like that. That was, that's not possible. Nah, it's, po- it's possible with him though. <laughs> and then when he started talking Spanish to his mother, I was like, Oh yeah, Daddy, like talk to me, baby. Wow. <laughs> I don't care if you are a murderer, just don't kill me, but. Don't kill everybody else, but just come home with me and talk Spanish. Because they made him a little bit honorable too. Like you could see, he wasn't straight evil either. So I was like, oh okay, there's a little bit of depth to this guy. What's he about? About yeah, and so I, I, because he wouldn't kill like that person that was in front of Will Smith or whatever. He's like, no, no innocence. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie. I would way more than I thought I would, and I, I would definitely see this movie again. And yeah, considering what they did with the ending and how. I was. It's obvious that they were gonna do a sequel. I was like, "Is Martin Lawrence not coming back? Is that a thing?" Not that I know of. Okay, I was wondering. Like, I thought maybe he was gonna go back into retirement yeah, or something. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, based on how it ended, I, he kind of alluded that he's they not. He kept it open. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I highly doubt Will Smith will come back and do a part four if Martin didn't want to come back. Mm. Yeah, because I don't want to see that movie with just Will Smith and the other person. Yeah. But yeah, based based on how I felt about the movie, like even 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 part four, I'm like excited for part four. I never would have thought I would be interested in seeing a part four, but I would definitely give this movie a high more than passable. Oh, you're higher than me. Okay, that was just more than passable, just straight. Okay, so I just want to just jump into the spoilers just for the ending. We don't got to talk about much, but so as we're alluding to, the the twist is, and this is what the line I really like from Martin Lawrence. Will Smith goes into this whole story, this whole backstory about how he and I, I like it was good writing. They did set it up earlier in a much earlier scene in the movie at the bar where Martin Lawrence is questioning like, does he ever has he ever loved anybody? 
and he's like, I only love one person my whole life. So then later in the movie, they reveal that the one person he loved was this, this crazy Spanish cartel wife who he went into deep cover to, to infiltrate their business, and he ended up falling in love with the wife of the cartel guy or whatever, and then they ended up having like a secret love child together that he mm-hmm. didn't even know about. Yeah. It turns out the villain of this movie is, is, that, that, child. is that child. And when we make the connection, it's like, oh, he does act like an evil Will Smith. He's just as intense, but just for the side of evil. <laughs> so basically, this is a better version of Gemini Man. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I said the same thing to Crystal. I was like, how the fuck is this? In the same exact kind of pattern, too. It's a, a younger version of him in a motorcycle suit. Yeah. There's a motorcycle scene in this movie. I was like, did Will Smith know Although the motorcycle scene of Gemini Man was, it was better. It was better. <laughs> that was the only thing that was better in that whole movie. Yeah. Even how they ended this movie was better than Gemini Man, with, with like just in terms of realism. Because obviously, when you're an assassin slash fucking criminal that like, kills people, you're not going to go to college at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> so it happens to him in this. I'm like, thank you. They can bring more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Gemini Man, stupid. Ass. I'm like, are we about the uh, what's his face from uh, Fast and Furious? What? Uh, what's the guy's name that killed Han? Oh, um, Jason Statham's character. Yeah, Shaw. Shaw. So yeah. yeah, I was like, we about to Shaw. This was like, oh, you killed, you killed the chief of police, but because you're cool, yes. we're gonna forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> that was the biggest thing. I did not see that, see that coming when the chief of police got killed. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I felt that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, you know, he's he's kind of caricature in every movie, but still, he's a caricature that I liked. But uh, so then Wilson tells Martin Lawrence's entire story, and at the end of the story. It's the most dramatic, over-the-top fucking plot monologue that you could possibly do in a story. And in the hands of a lesser writer, I feel like it would have fell flat. I would be like, that's fucking stupid. Really? Because he goes up about how like she was called the Bruja, she was a witch, and all this other weird shit. I'm like, what? But so then Martin Lawrence's first line is, you fucked you the married him. witch? <laughs> and yeah. was like, that's the only thing you got from this conversation just now? He's yeah. like, well, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> I'm like, that was Oh, weird. no, did he say you fucked a witch without a condom? Or was you that fucked the- a married witch without a condom. Yeah. That was it, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that that relieved, all, it just immediately cast away all of like the incredulousness I had going into that scene. So I was like, that's good writing. Because now I don't care anymore. Now that you caught how stupid it is, now I'm on board. And I actually, you know, I that final battle, it was oddly emotional. And, and actually, uh, something I forgot to mention, even going to uh, the opening scene where you saw her, like, praying or whatever, and then she, like, fucking killed. At first, I was like... Is she a zombie? <laughs> not even that. I was like... Are they are they are they pulling a Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw type of thing? Well, I'm like, is she, did she actually do magic? Because when she started saying the words or yeah. what, like, like the 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 uh, female guard like paused, like yeah. she couldn't move. Yeah, and I was like, the fuck is going on? I thought it was a horror movie for a second. I'm like, is this the same movie? What the yeah. fuck is happening? So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's almost like she was actually casting magic on her, and then that's when she was able to stab her. Yeah, and so I was like, I don't know. So I was like, is is she actually using magic? She was hot too. Even as an old, like old, old Spanish women are hot as hell. I don't know. <laughs> they 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 keep their hotness more than like longer than any race. Uh, I think young Spanish guy is hot as hell. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> but yeah, so at least this movie it didn't end on a note of like, oh well, you killed the main characters and a bunch of other people, but you know what? You're on the side of good now because you're my son. He ends up going well, to jail. They, they still kind of did. Yeah, they <laughs> end up pull the Suicide Squad and go like, you know what? 
even though you committed so many murders, you're going to work off some of your time. I'm like, is that how it works in the real world? No, it, it is. If you have skills. Really? And you're locked up. It's the same. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Catch Me If You Can. But Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. No. But he was a, a con artist. He was a hacker. And he like embezzled a bunch of money, yada, yada, yada. He was able to make counterfeit bills and all this other stuff. So Tom Hanks was a detective like going around the world to try to find him. He was, he was so good that he was able to like pretend he was an airline pilot and forge like airline badges and get through security and all that shit and actually fly, fly on a plane even though he had no training. Yeah. He trained, he, he taught himself how to do it and he was able to live that lifestyle. Finally, he got caught but he was basically able to get out of jail because the FBI used his skills to be able to like Really? Build, build on like counterintelligence to be. But did he kill. So, he didn't kill people though. No, he didn't kill people. So that's what I'm saying though. But if you have, if you're serving like multiple life sentences for like a bunch of assassinations, like can you ever work that? Out? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. And like if you have like skill, like military like skills, they'd be like, okay, well, work it off. We're gonna put you in the military. So you're saying the Suicide Squad is real? More or less. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> okay, I've learned something today. <laughs> All right, but well, that's it for bad boys. Anything else you want to talk about with that? Um. He was hot. <laughs> Who? Will Smith's son? Yes. His, his witch son? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So let's get into, I guess, we just jump right into My Hero. Clean, clean up on Road Oh, H. no. Crisis. That's right. You want to do Crisis first before we get into My Hero? Wow. <laughs> all right. This is going to be a good My Crisis review, you guys. Let's talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths, the finale. Every punch you throw, every kick you've landed, they have all led you here to this moment, to the ultimate fight. Who am I fighting? A being who stands against all there ever was or will be. The apocalypse itself, the Anti-Monitor. It's time to get your friends. We defeat the Anti-Monitor. We find a way to get all the people we lost back. All life ends. Only I am eternal. We'll see about that. If we're gonna go down, we go down fighting. Let's do this. Is this what all the crossovers are like? Not exactly. <sighs> okay. So it's now, it's, it's done. Essentially the end of the CW verse, or is it the beginning based on that ending? Now that everything's spoilers combined. Well, Mark Guggenheim said Batwoman is going to take Arrow's place. No, it's not. <laughs> and how is that even possible when they're, they're literally, I just saw the previews for the last episodes of Arrow, which is blasphemy. The last episodes of Arrow are literally the setup to that fucking spinoff, Arrow and the Canaries. Yeah, but that's the future though. We're talking about the present. <laughs> is it the future? I think it's the future. Is it the future? I, don't, I didn't see the trailer, so I don't know. In the trailer I saw, they're still in the past. Oh, well, maybe they start in the past and go to the future. I don't know. But all I know is Mark Guggenheim, the runner of these shows, said Batwoman is going to be take the place of Arrow. I guess as the new, like, no-nonsense new, leader type yeah, of person. Yeah, as the new leader of the Arrow. I was like, fuck that. I'm why? Uh, because she's a strong woman, Michael. That's why. Put her on a pedestal. I'm like, if anything... Shouldn't Kara be the leader? 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I assume they have to mean in terms of like the stoic Batman type. That's what's got me. But she just got there. What are you talking about making her the leader? I'm not saying leader. I'm just saying in terms of what role well, no, she That, I'm fine. Be the stoic type. But I'm saying no. Mark Guggenheim is she leader? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's Captain Marvel shit all over again. It's just because she's a strong woman. So but I'm saying make Carl. Make Car- it would make more she's sense. She's literally a strong yeah, woman. Yeah, she's <laughs> literally the strongest. I don't know. That's a good question. Because you already have her being like put on a pedestal compared like, to Superman. Even so if you think not? about Justice League, Superman and Batman usually flip between being the leader of the Justice League. Yeah. And Batwoman just got here. Like, why are you trying to, like, how? No. Mm. But anyway, Crisis. I'm going to say it again, though. I like Batwoman better in Crisis than I have in any of her solo stuff. I haven't watched any. I've okay, watched the well, first two there episodes. You <laughs> so, Crisis. You were down on this. I keep doing that. Damn it. <laughs> you were down on Crisis more than I was in the first half. So yes. now, now that the entire multiverse was wiped well, away, said, what did I give? The, I think I gave the third episode a perfect vision. I, don't I think, I, if not a perfect, a high more than pa- or more than passable. So we left off with the Crisis, the, the multiverse being wiped away, and the the paragons being left at the end of the universe, where the fuck it was. And Superman, the character we all wanted to see the most, ran around Superman. Gets replaced by the worst Lex Luthor <laughs> yeah. for the entirety of the entire rest of the show too. It wasn't even like he came back for a final battle. Yeah, no. I was like, why? What a missed opportunity! Why? I don't want to see Lex shooting Kamehameha blasts. What the fuck is that? And he's like on power, Supergirl. I'm like, I was like, this is stupid. Oh, <laughs> you have super speed. <laughs> yeah. They and always super forget. strength. They always forget. Even when like. Why are you fighting him with heat vision? When he betrays them as soon as they start the mission to try and save the multiverse. Like, that one blast knocked her out? No. I was like, bullshit! It knocked her out, and then she gets up, and she's like, where'd Lux go? I'm glad that in the next scene she does find him. But I was like... Fly sh- up in the air. There shouldn't have been a moment where she was like, where is he? I'm like, you have x-ray vision, yeah, telescopic was, vision. You, have, li- you got so many things. I literally <laughs> said that while I was watching. I was like... Fly up in the air. You have x-ray, microscopic, telescopic. <laughs> you should, even more so than Flash. No one should ever get away from a Superman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you have it. super hearing. You can, if you fly up high enough, you can hear the heartbeat of everybody on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't find him. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> All right. But well, I'm making fun of it. It's not, it's not, it's very serious, Michael. Because this is about the origin of the anti-monitor and the monitor. You know, they changed it a little bit from the comics. They streamlined it a little bit. But they, they, tried, they tried to keep it true to the comics for the most part, which I was surprised by. Um, I'm not, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing either. Because one of my main complaints, I'll, I'll just start with my complaints. One of my main complaints with Christ overall, now that I've seen the entire thing, and especially the last two episodes, I kept wondering why I felt like nothing impacted me. Like nothing actually hit me hard. And I kept going back to like, even in the first crossover, and even parts of the second, there were still moments when they teamed up that felt really, I don't know, like cool to me, dope to me. Like it just, it resonated with me. But in this crossover, not so much. And I kept trying to figure out why. I'm like, is it because I've just lived longer with the, the, the crossovers? So now it's not as novel to me anymore. I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's it because I still get a little bit of like the, ooh, team ups when like characters talk to each other, like when uh, Flash talks to the 90s flash or when arrow talks to like batwoman or something like i still kind of get that feeling so it's like it's it's not that so what is it and i figured it out 
I Tell us, Detective Blurred. Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit in our last review, but I didn't nail it down completely. It's because, just like in the Infinite Crisis, the comic, the rules don't really make sense. Like, there's no point A to point B logic. It feels like at the start of every single fight or every single confrontation, they have to explain the rules of how to win that confrontation because there's no actual like rhyme or reason to why things are happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for like like as they're saving Supergirl's Earth, Oliver has to stop the last wave of these wraith things from like attacking the ships trying to get to the other Earths to escape. But it's like there's so many questions there. Like where's that Earth's military? How, where are all these ships? We're talking about the entire Earth is evacuating. Doesn't feel that big. Or even you jump to yeah, it only feels like they're evacuating National City. Yeah, but and then you even jump to. Uh, the battle with the anti-monitor, the first one in the fourth episode, um, that's supposed to feel huge because that's like Oliver's big sacrifice is the Spectre versus the anti-monitor. But I never, because you just you were just introduced to the anti-monitor and you just in, were introduced to Spectre Oliver, I didn't really feel anything when they, when they clashed. And because you already killed him off once, him dying again for some reason, I don't, because he used all his Spectre powers, I'm not even sure why he died again. Yeah, no. Like, neither. like, that means that he can't come back. And plus, I'm like, you're the Spectre. Do you know what the fuck the Spectre is? Yeah, like, like not really. The Spectre is the... the spe- do you, do you, are you saying... I, I know. Oh, oh. But, like, they didn't do a good enough... Like, they introduced that guy <coughs> as a Spectre out of nowhere. And I'm like... And that's another thing. They never even... Yeah, they never even said what the Spectre is. Like, the guy introduced him as, like, I'm whatever Corden. I'm like... Yeah, I'm Jim Corrigan. I'm the have Spectre. You, have you well, ever... Who the fuck is that? Yeah, have, he hasn't been in any CW shows, no. right? I have no of. No. So I was like... This should be established. It's just supposed to be like, oh, comic fan. Oh, I know who that is. No, who is that? Who yeah. are you? So even in that final battle, when they're fighting all of the, the time rafe things again, it just, I felt nothing because I'm like, it, all right, guys, let's fight these things while Oliver does something and then we'll win. Not, even, like, not, even, just, <laughs> not even just that. Like, they make it seem like, even Flash says, we're in the fight of our lives, guys. I'm like it didn't feel like it, but they're so fucking easy to take out. Ryan Choi is punching them. Yes, Thank you for reminding me. I forgot about that. Yes, he's punching the ring rays and it's working. Yes, so that completely invalidates even when Supergirl hits one of them and it, it dies. Not granted. Like, so not granted. So is Sarah, but at least she's a ninja. No, but even that, like even that, if, and I, I didn't like that even back in the first encounter with these things where they're taking them out with single arrow shots. It makes everything look like fodder. And again, I'm like, if they can do that. Where's the military? Because one gunshot. Fuck that. Me punching one of them would win. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it didn't feel epic. And then I'm like, and if it's that easy to take them out, where literally Ryan Choi could punch them and they disappear, you have the Flash, you have Supergirl, and you have Superman. The three most powerful characters in this whole fucking yeah. Arrowverse universe. Yeah. Unless you count Constantine, who can take out all of them. Because yeah. of the magic. Make a fucking wind tunnel or whatever. Like you, if it's that easy to take them out, like There's so many options. Go flash it. time and take all of them out in a sec in a second. <laughs> oh yeah, flash time. Remember that? And it's funny too because that episode begins with Oliver quote unquote unlocking Flash's full potential. So which, he's faster now than yeah, he's ever been. Didn't do anything. No, <laughs> he's tapped, tapped him. Except you can run into the Speed Force, and you can run into this cameo with Esmeralda's Flash. <laughs> yeah, which ultimately meant <laughs> nothing. I don't know. Maybe because it was spoiled for me. That oh you had a spoiled yeah like literally 
when it aired. Oh wait, I did too. Actually, that, that I think about it. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't have cable, so yeah. I have to wait until the next day till it's on streaming. Literally, the day it aired, articles are posted. Ezra Miller shows up on the Flash. Yeah, I was like, what the? F-? All right, now I know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if because it was spoiled for me, it didn't impact me as much. Maybe I would have a different reaction if I was surprised by it. Like, oh shit! But mm-hmm. I was expecting more. It's and cool. then on top of that, like. From a story standpoint, it makes no sense. It isn't. I was gonna say the multiverse cool. is gone. Yeah, how the he fuck even, are but, you there? But he even says it. And so I feel like those were. That's one of those cameos that I can see that they scheduled it as a maybe. And it was like, if we can get him, we can add it here. But it has no impact to the story. It, like you said, it doesn't really even make sense. So that's why he put the words in Barry's mouth of, "How is it even possible now? The multiverse is gone, right? So why the fuck is he here?" And then he's gone. He's, yeah, then he's gone and never talk about it again. No, it just never comes back. So, like, what the fuck was the point? Now, if they bring it back... Fan service. That's all it was. But if they bring it back in the movies, somehow, if Ezra Miller has a one-off line of, like, oh, yeah, I came up with the name Flash because I met an alternate version of myself one time, then that'd be kind of cool. But even then, it still, like, served no purpose to... No, this, like, and this is... There's no purpose. It's just fan service. Because the DCEU is part of that multiverse. Yeah. It should be gone. Yeah. Because even at the end, they, when they reboot the multiverse, they actually don't even show the DCEU multiverse. No, they don't show the DC, but you saw the Green Lantern. Yeah. I think they're doing a show on HBO or something for Green Lanterns. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I, even if you didn't see it, though, it's not like it added anything to the story. It was just for like, oh my God, it crossed over finally. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I, <laughs> What I will say about Crisis, I liked what it did ultimately at the end. The something yes. we've been calling for since really the beginning. Yeah. All the Arrowverse shows should be under one universe. That was another thing. Black Lightning. He didn't give him enough play. No, he didn't. For, especially at the end, he becomes a member of their new Super Friends slash yeah, Justice, Justice League, League thing. Like, why? He, he literally only did two things. He was a battery for the Flash treadmill or whatever. And then he came back in to save uh, Killer Frost, Killer Frost. and yeah. who was the other person? Which she was like, I didn't need your help. Yeah, so it was like, why? I mean, it's cool that you're here. I don't even know how you got here. Yeah, I know. Like, did you just know, oh, well, I know where to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Central Star- City, Star yeah, Labs. Star Labs, yeah. For some reason. On an earth I've never been to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Where's your daughters, huh? <laughs> well, they're gone. But they're back at that point. Well, he, but he doesn't. He didn't know that. How did he not know that? Because he didn't know the Earths merged. How did he not know that? He came back. Like, that was after the Earths already merged, and they were, everybody just woke up as if nothing had happened. You remember the par? Oh no, was he a par? No, he wasn't a paragon. No, he wasn't. Another thing. Why? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't your paragons be the Justice League? Ryan Troy didn't even become Adam. No, no. I guess that's gonna happen on Legends. I guess, but it's like, then why is it in this? Like, you should have had this been like an encapsulation. Like, you shouldn't have to. I don't why know. is it Superman a paragon? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. no sense. Well, he was. Well, he was. And then, but not, well, the not super, even not even Tyler Hawkins. But that's though. what I'm saying. Not the Superman you're actually following. Like, yeah. bro, you're getting your own show. Even, yeah, and I was like, not even on him, but like for the writers of this sh- sh- shit. You're, no, you're, Ryan Choi. You're, you're giving <laughs> Superman his own show. Yeah. Put some more focus on it. Just like Black, the Canary, aren't, they're getting like a backdoor pilot 
Because you're trying to you're trying to introduce them to them getting their own show. Yeah. Superman is getting his own show. Why the fuck do you keep sidelining him? I want to be positive because I, I can hear Chris in my mind being like, "You guys, all you do is talk shit about things. Just be more positive." So I'm trying. To I did. It. I did. I said I liked the ult- I liked how it ended. The Earth's ultimately yes. merging. Yes, and they're and they're cool. Uh, custom Etsy chairs. <laughs> they had like a little insignia on the back. I'm like, those are fucking gamer chairs. Yeah. I've seen those chairs before. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> so I did like that. Yeah. Now they're all on one earth, just like how they should be in the comic or they were in the comics. I just wanted to feel more from the final battle and I didn't. And it kind of explained away now, everybody, everybody outside of the Paragons this has always been the case. So, like, yeah. if you see aliens now on on Earth on the Flashes episode or whatever, it's like, no, it's always been the case. More like Black Lightning. Yeah, Black Lightning that's too. Where, yeah, that's where it's gonna get weird. Black Lightning is gonna have the biggest change. Yeah. As opposed to uh, like Arrow and all. Well, even Arrow, because like now there are fucking aliens in the world. They yeah. know who Superman is. Yeah. I feel like Batwoman, Black Lightning will be the ones that change the most. Yes. Um, more, it, more so Black Lightning though because at least Arrow because it confirmed Batwoman's not even caught up yet and, and her show's timeline it's still behind where they are in crisis but at least but at least they already confirmed Batwoman is still part of that world so like if they talk about metahumans and all that other stuff it's different than say like Black Lightning they had their whole different type of uh, explanation for like metahuman but there weren't really any metahumans metahumans yeah. came from that experiment yeah that went wrong but now I liked Diggle's. So, I, so, I'm, so I want to know how they're going to try to like, because basically, from my perspective, the whole show of Black Lightning now has to change. I think it should anyway, <laughs> to be honest. Well, yeah, I should. But I'm just talking about just the, like the lore. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Nah, I forgot. You said you like how Diggle's. Oh, oh, that was one of the things I liked in, in the episode. Uh, Diggle's reaction to Oliver's death. Like, Nicholas is a good actor. John Ramsey. But his character got the short end of the, the, the crossover. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was barely there. And I get it. You don't have powers, but neither does Sarah. Neither does... Ryan Choi. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I did like... Being positive, I like that they brought back that... And, and they had Oliver be the one to do it. His, oh, his son and daughter. His, not, daughter. not his son, but his daughter. Yeah. yeah. That was dis- that was erasing Flashpoint. You fucked it up, Barry. <laughs> so I gotta fix it in death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you can't bring yourself back though, bro. How does these Spectre powers work? No, you could. He mm. could. <laughs> um, because so, I'm like, even the monitor. Because he's like, oh, oh I, I, was ma- gonna say I made a deal. With, I made a deal with the monitor, so that's why I'm slated to die. But the monitor even said, I didn't foresee any of this. I don't you get be- how the monitor's you, powers work. You becoming the Spectre and all that shit. That wasn't supposed to happen. I don't get how his powers work anymore because when they show his backstory, he was just a scientist that saw. The end of time, or the the antimatter universe, or the, the fuck dawn of time, dawn of time. But he ends up going to the antimatter universe by accident and creating the antimonitor. But how does that then give him the power of a god omnipotence? Basically. Yeah, and he's like jumping through time with his own power and stuff like that. I didn't get that. Where was that leap at? And then you don't even see him again. Like after that that little encounter that Lex Luthor and them have with him in the past, he doesn't come back. No, they just fight the antimonitor and that's it. So I was like, where is the monitor? He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> remember the anti monitor like killed him. He did. Yeah. When? What would he do? And was it like episode three? Oh yeah, that's when he killed him. But then they reset time, so he's not back. And monitor no, was still around. They said something about matter cannot be created or destroyed. 
Well, no, they said something about even though you stopped me in this universe, you can't stop his ambition in other universe. So ultimately, I was still created. So I guess by that logic, every single time. So now Monitor doesn't exist in, the, in that main universe or whatever anymore, but the Ant Monitor still does? Yes. What? I, I just felt weird to me they didn't wrap up that storyline at all. I just felt like it ended. Like, oh, yeah, we're knowing him now. Yeah, so anyway. He's shrinking. I, I didn't even him. I met the Monitor. But yeah, oh. the, even the Anti Monitor final battle, I was just like. Oh, okay. So that's how they beat him. They throw like a little, and oh my god, they and the, a, they pull an Ant Man. But the way Supergirl throw, it's it, I, this stood out to me because it was just so fucking ironic. And I'm like, is this on purpose? Maybe. If it's not, it's hilarious. Because they say, uh, like Adam or Flash or makes the bomb, and they give it to Supergirl, and she's, and I didn't know what she was about to do. Was she about to sacrifice herself? Because she starts flying toward the Anti Monitor, like with this, like this look of like desperation yeah I think she was gonna like fly into his face or some shit I don't know and that's supposed to kill her yeah. I, I didn't understand that I don't know but you saw it too right yeah, like, yeah, weird yeah, moment yeah. she oh, had yeah 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 but then she gets stopped we're like no we have the bomb throw the the, the, the shrinking bomb at him and it's like uh, throw it like a girl and she's like always and then she proceeds to throw the ball thing in the girliest way like it's like this weird like uh, <laughs> I was like yo well I said throw it like a girl <laughs> yeah but the but the joke I mean, I, well, I thought the point of that was... Well, no, I know what the point is. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, ha, ha, because like, a girl. There was a, there was a, uh, there was a meme I made a long time ago that I posted on Instagram that said, fight like a girl, and it had pictures of, like, Buffy, Ray, yeah. my, uh, um, uh, what the fuck, Mystique, yeah. uh, Jean Grey, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, badass, badass yeah, girl. The yeah. joke is, you do the, it's not that you fight like a girl, it's like a girls are badass. Yeah. But then when you proceed to have the girl, Supergirl, throw this ball in the girliest, most like lackluster, no energy, it's like a, almost like an underhand. I was like, what? <laughs> Take two, motherfucker. Two takes. <laughs> yeah, but she has super strength, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does when you, your whole point is, I don't throw like a girl. <laughs> but she has super strength, so it doesn't matter. All right, well. <laughs> point taken, I guess. But yeah, that, that whole... More strength is Superman. For Oliver. Oh, don't get me started on that shit. For Oliver. For Oliver. Didn't feel it. Didn't feel that at all, yeah. I didn't feel it. And I was like, damn, man. And this is Sarah saying it, so I should feel it. Because it's... I feel like of everyone else, Sarah has the most connection to Oliver. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't... But that line, the, the, or that scene where she was like, everybody that's connected to the old... I like that. Yeah, I like that scene. Yeah. Her combo with Barry, I really liked. Even when she gave... Because I was like, thank you, Barry's finally smart. Where he gives her like advice, and she's like, "When did you come so smart?" I'm like, "Character development, thank you." But then it caught me off guard at first because I was like, "How do you even know him?" <laughs> oh shit! He's like, "What did you?" They be- met. They met, right? No, they've met, they've done crossovers yeah. before. But I was like, when she's like said that line, "When did you become so smart?" I'm like, "Y'all barely know each other." You gotta assume they hang out off screen. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else you want to talk about in the crossover? What'd you rate it? What do we, what do we, we didn't give a rating. Oh man, his face. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a face would give a, a high more than passable. Uh, Were you whelmed? I was definitely whelmed. I was also whelmed. Like, I, I was expecting it to but, go harder but, at the end. But for me, whelmed says passable. And I'm, uh, You're not even a passable? Uh, I think I'm about a passable or like a high passable. Maybe I'm in there. low more than no, not low more. Low passable. Low passable. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm either passable or high pass. I'm in that range. It's just it did a lot of good things for the the universe. It 
set up some stuff that I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Also, funny, uh, <laughs> it's something I've noticed what? in this particular in the crisis. I, I was like, man, all with the exception of Black Lightning and Joe, all the black characters are with somebody white. Oh, dating somebody white? Yeah. In the whole Arrowverse. Because progressive, Michael. Is it, though? Not when it's that frequent. <laughs> I think it's a tipping point. I think we've reached that tipping point. Now it's like, can you not have black people be in love? Or it's got to be paired with a white person? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, with the exception of Black Lightning and Joe. Yeah. And then even Cecile's biracial. So the old heads. Only the old black men Pretty are much. with black people. <laughs> Pretty much. And even Cecile. Even, even Thunder. Granted, it's comic book accurate, but Thunder's with the Asian girl. No black love in CW, bro. Which I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it because that now it's POCs loving each other as opposed to if you're doing interracial, it's always got to be with a white person. Yeah, I get it. I get you. Which uh, I'm like, in real life, that's fine. But it's like on TV, now it's becoming... Well, especially in the same universe. So you, you see like so many examples of it happening. It's like... Uh, yeah, now, now it's becoming like over-representation of a white person to somebody else. Or yeah. specifically a white person and a black person. You only needed one or two. You didn't need to have like five or six. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody. Basically, everybody. <laughs> uh, is that it? You want to move on from Crisis? Is there anything else? That I think that... Oh, the Bebo thing was kind of funny. Oh, the Bebo thing? Yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, Bebo? Are you serious? I said the same thing, but I was like, I like Bebo. I mean, Bebo was funny, but... They actually brought up Wally. Oh, Wally told me about that. Yeah, exposition, exposition, exposition. (laughs) But supposedly he's supposed to come back this season. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, the... the, I didn't really... I guess it was a Super Friends joke, but I'm like... Why would you? I had to look it up. The 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 uh, the, the, the monkey? monkey thing. Yeah, I had to look it up too. It's a, a oh, the monkey friends. from Super Friends. Yeah, I forgot his name. It starts with a G. Fleco, Fleco, Glico, 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 Glico. Why? I get it. It's Super Friends joke, but like that, who gets that? <laughs> but even still, more than likely, it's gonna end because because that character is a wacky type of character. Yeah. What's what's the show out of the Arrowverse that's the wackiest of the shows? Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, more than likely that character is going to end up on Legends. But why bother? No. I don't know. Cuz you ended the crisis with that moment. That was like the big stinger of crisis. I'm like, "What? The fuck is this?" <laughs> I don't know. Super Friends not good enough. You need Glico. <laughs> like, oh, all right, weird. That was some 45 to 50 year old man's idea. <laughs> that's the only person that remembers that shit. Yeah, kind of like uh, what's his face's uh, idea to bring back Barry Allen, even though Wally West has been the Flash for the last like 30 years. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm like blanking on names. Oh, uh, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, there you go. Anything else? Move on. Yes. Whelmed. Yes. Uh, well. So, wait, before we get out of it though. As the finale, are you gonna keep watching GW? Are you done now? Was this like your 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 last hurrah for CW stuff? I'm a fin- no. Nah. You're gonna finish Arrow? I'm gonna finish Arrow. Have yeah. you watched any of this season so far? No. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> At least you you finished the two hour special while they piss on Oliver's grave by burying him in the same fucking breath, giving his daughter the suit, which is totally unearned. <laughs> Hey, what about that Connor Hawk guy? Ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Give it to his daughter. Girl power. Ugh. And I, I, I'm curious of where they go w- with the Flash. Even though I'm like, 
I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish out the season. But after this, I think I'm done. And But but funny enough, the thing that I am interested in watching now is Black Lightning. Oh, see how it changes? Because I want to see how it changes. And it might change for the better. Hopefully. If he becomes a mainstay of the universe now, I guess maybe they they would make it a little more comic booky. Throw in some more crazy ele- elements other than just constantly fucking the gangs and, and Tobias. Ha- have a move from Freeland to Metropolis. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because Black Lightning... Superman team up. Because Freeland is supposed to be like a, like a subsidiary area or whatever of Metropolis. Really? That's what's supposed to be. Oh, I didn't even know that. All right, let's move on. Let's get into what we actually want to talk about when it comes to superheroes. Let's talk about My Hero fucking Academia, son. Yes. been putting no respect on my hero academia's name this entire season we've been deservedly so we, we i agree with you but I'm saying, <laughs> we've been sitting here talking about dr stone being better how many because fuck- it was <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not disagreeing <laughs> i'm just saying it felt like for a long time that the king of shonen had been not not ousted but he he, he had taken a knee my Academia, you know, he, it, it burned bright in season three, had some cool Kirishima and some Tatsumaki or the fuck that Kraken dude's name is, the Animorphs guy. Yes. They had some moments. The bestiality guy. Bestiality guy. <laughs> they had some cool moments, but it was nothing mind-blowing like season three. But manga readers kept saying, just wait. wait. It's slow, but it's got some of the best moments in My Academia so far. I'm like, how? Where? When? What's going on? My fear was, what well, people keep saying it's going to be sad, there's only one character that's been introduced that I feel like has a little bit of a foreshadowing of om- ominous demise hanging over his head. I called Mirio, and you had already read spores ahead, you son of a bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. So when I brought it up, you're like, well, he doesn't, well, I won't say. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I got so scared, because I was like, did this motherfucker just spoil for me that Mirio's going to die? So I went into those next four episodes, these last four episodes, with this this feeling of, oh my god, if Muriel gets fucking killed. <laughs> and does he get killed? No. But what happens to him might have been a fate worse than death for someone like Nereo, and especially in the world of my academia. And honestly, I feel like it hurt me more than if he would have just died. And let's just get in this spoil guys, if you haven't watched my academia, what the fuck are you doing? If you haven't seen the spoilers for what has happened with Deku on social media, because it was trending on Twitter. Like, it was it was blowing up. 
Everyone was talking about Deku. We're like, oh, the glow for Deku. <laughs> so if you don't know, fucking watch the show and come back. But these last four episodes were fucking crazy. So spores were off the out of the gate when Mirio loses his fucking I'm quirk. Like, trying to think. What? I don't remember all four. I oh! Remember, I remember <laughs> the, two, the two episodes. Right, I, can, I can listen for you. Ready? Lemillion? That was the first episode where Mirio fights Overhaul. And at the end of it, that's when he's like on his last rope and then Deku bursts in. The next episode, so the second episode, oh. is Deku versus, or Deku, uh, Aizawa, uh, and Night Eye versus Overhaul and the gang or whatever. And then it ends in the cliffhanger of Deku being the last one standing, basically. And you're just going, how? That's why we, we recorded each of these weeks. Because the cliffhangers it was leaving on, every week I was like, how? What's going to happen now? Oh, <laughs> now that I remember that, that episode where uh, uh, Lamilia, uh, Mirio was fighting Overhaul and it didn't look good. And Deku burst through that fucking wall. I was like, yes! And that was a post credit scene. Yes, that so was a post credit scene. I was like, oh, thank God yes. for that post credit scene. Yes. <laughs> I have never been... Not that post credit scene got me hyped. Not since Goku arrived on Namek. Have <laughs> I been like, yes! Yes. <laughs> thank you, God. Because it was... Because at that point, though, I was... And I had the fucking Rocky jaw, too. Like, it was turned to the side. Like, oh, Adrian! <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> Because at that point, it wasn't even like, I even thought Deku could do anything. But because I knew Deku's with Aizawa and Night Eye, I was like, oh, thank God. Because this guy is so fucking OP. Because the fact that he can just touch you. One touch. One touch! <laughs> he touches you once, and you are instantly dead. He can- And then you find out that he's so OP, he's like a fucking full metal alchemist. He just touches the ground and transmogrify the ground and then the environment around you to make like spikes and shit come out of nowhere. Yeah. So I was like, only Mirio could fight this guy. Because only he's so OP, he counters his OPness. <laughs> so that whole Lemillion episode, let's just talk about episode by episode. That Lemillion episode was amazing. And fuck the haters. Cause I saw online afterwards that they said that the, uh, the end of that fight, you know, it goes into kind of like a slideshow thing where it shows the million fighting without his quirk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was emotional as fuck to me. But according to people on, on Twitter and shit, they're like, oh man, my academia's budget is so bad. The animation looks fucking trash. I can't believe they ruined the Mirio fight like this. I'm like, ruined? Yeah, I didn't feel that at all. Fuck you, manga readers. I say this now as a foreshadowing for Seven Deadly Sins. Because <laughs> they said the same thing there. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right about that. <laughs> but this, I don't even think it was bad animation. I thought that was a stylistic choice because it shows a passage of time. Yeah. And it had like the, the emotional montage music going. So you, you felt, and at that point, he already lost his quirk. So you're just going, oh my God. Yeah, what what, is, you, yeah, what is, you're, you're about to die. Oh, yeah. oh man. Can we talk about that moment where you, you see the, 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 the dominoes falling, the guy's like aiming at Mirio. He's like, how do I, how do I shoot somebody with a quirk destroying bullet because they established in the beginning of that episode that these six bullets or whatever complete and you said it you said it before before i think you were spoiled by this yeah where you were like what if we make a bullet that can actually permanently destroy quirks i'm like that's world breaking they did it uh-huh. <laughs> but luckily it wasn't mass produced yet so those six bullets destroyed quirks they and that's that? all they had and it's all they had and they say at the top of the episode so when he's like aiming at mirror or aiming to try and figure out how to hit somebody that can like you know, phase through. Phase out it through anything. And he sees Aerie. It's like, fuck! And you already know what's going to happen. And he shoots. And Mirio jumps toward Aerie. And then the heartbreaking... There's so many good All Might moments in this fucking last four episodes. His smile 
That scene of him smiling, all you see is his face with the back light of white behind him smiling at Airy. I was like, he's All Might. <laughs> and the silent... Well, he was, he was supposed to get the... Yeah. And if he had it, they went over. <laughs> that whole fucking fight went over. And it was so impressive, too, that he was by himself. And he took on, like, four of the toughest dudes in the whole play, fucking the, the whole gang. Yeah. Like... Especially when you find out their quirks, the one guy that can like basically stop time for you for an hour, which is bullshit. All OP shit. The one guy who, if you're just around him, you become you drunk. To, yeah. What was what was the other guy? The the guy that's like uh, tell the truth power. Yeah, tell the truth powers. Like he just like the lasso of truth without a lasso. He just asks you something, you have to say the, like the true answer. So he can just basically, which is so important. What is you your know, quirk? Yeah, <laughs> knowing someone's quirk is so important. Yeah, in this, in this world. world. Yeah. So like, him being like, what's your quirk? Oh, it's permeation. Fuck! <laughs> it's like, damn, his, his one advantage is gone now. But taking on all four of those guys at once and the way he did it... I keep hitting the fucking table, but I'm so hyped. <laughs> Power! I was like, oh, all might! <laughs> and not even that, even when he lost his quirk and he was still fucking... I was this like, I was getting yes! To oh, because that moment where he loses his quirk and they're like... It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. The fuck? Now, now you're just waiting for somebody to save him. But he turns around and goes, fuck you think I need a quirk for to beat you? Pow! I was like, oh shit, he's still going. <laughs> and then you get an overhaul's mind. He's like, this motherfucker is still strong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love you, Mirio. <laughs> he's the most mad. I kind of did not see it coming at all. Did you see it coming at all? No, I didn't see that coming. I did not. I didn't see it coming. All right, misprediction. <laughs> I didn't see. That means it's fucking hard to predict. <laughs> I was like, yo, this motherfucker is so strong and so good. And I like when he started like thinking about not. You didn't know at the time, but Night Eyes uh, instructions, like Night Eyes training. I'm mm-hmm. like always think like three or four moves ahead, and that's such a like integral part of his fighting style. That even without his ability to phase, he was still fighting a guy that you can't be touched by. And he still was dodging his hands like, nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nigga, nah. Yeah. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> he was like Neo in the Matrix. Yes. Without getting hit by that last. And he was so mad, too, in that fight. Not that fight specifically, but when he was fighting all those guys. If he had just put down those guys he punched. First. First. I, actually, they stayed down. Yeah, they stayed down. Because the drunk guy's quirk fucked up. He says he fucked up his balance. So I guess he couldn't put his full weight into a punch. And I, that's a big part of his strategy is knocking people out with one punch. Yeah. That way he can get to the next person and use like his, you know, warping permeation stuff. Mm-hmm. So for that guy to wake up twice, I was like, stay down, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you keep getting up. Stay down. Uh, what's his face woke him up? Overhaul, didn't he? Yeah, when he caught him yeah. and like fixed his brain or whatever. I'm like, yo, you are too broken, yeah, my guy. Yeah, what the fuck can't you do? <laughs> And then we get to the next episode. Did, okay, did you he, hear me screaming? He, he fucking my, turned, into, turned into fucking the prototype monster. Did you hear me screaming from like fucking miles away <laughs> when he body invaded the, those motherfuckers? All Overhaul went from That's a That's what I'm badass, saying. He turned into the fucking prototype monster. You played he, that game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became Resident Evil monsters. But I was like, how does this work? How does this cork work? <laughs> I have no idea. Because <laughs> it's like, don't you need to be alive for your quirk to work? And I would think if you're combining with somebody, you wouldn't be conscious completely for at least a second, right? Like, I don't understand how that works. Apparently not. And you can still... And it was like, when he made the fucking... The dude's mouth. Mouth talk. I was like, what the fuck? This turned into a horror movie. <laughs> I was like, this is some horror movie shit. 
And me, as a person that fears body invasion, Overhaul became my most feared villain instantly. I'm like, so wait, 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 wait. This guy had already had the ability that if he touches you, you instantly die. But now it's even and worse. You can, and he can still use your quirk? Yes. But now it's worse. He absorbs you? Fuck that. And they die. So he's basically a nastier version of All for One. Yes. <laughs> if All for One had that power, it'd be over. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, when he fuses with the, the, the beat guy for the fight Deku and, um, and Night Eye, I was terrified. Because then the, also he's got like fucking octopus hands and any of them can touch you and kill you. So it's like, how the fuck? But when they all burst in and it becomes, first Aizawa gets instantly taken out, which I'm like, fuck, man. He was like the one trump yeah, card. The one person you need. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on, man. All right, it's cool. We got Night Eye. If he sees your ass, you can't ever touch him. So then he does it. He, he does the Night Eye thing, but then you get, and this is also what I liked. You start finding out, you get a better explanation. Because one of my complaints before. You get a better explanation about why he doesn't use his power. It's because he feels like, because he's never had a situation where his, his future sight doesn't work, that he is so fucked up by it, by using it on All Might and seeing his death, and that's his idol, so I can kind of understand now, mm-hmm. that he's afraid that maybe his quirk works by making it the future. Like, it isn't, like, maybe that wasn't the future, but when he sees it, it becomes the future. So I'm like, that's why he doesn't want to use it on people. Because he thinks it's not a thing where, oh, if I use it on you, I'll just see your future. He's like, if I use it on you, I'm forcing yeah, a future I'm forcing on future, you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that a lot better. So then when you see him use it on fucking uh, uh, overhaul, overhaul, and he's doing all those dope like Matrix dodges and shit, I'm like, yeah, Night Eye, use that OP, ab- again, all these OP all abilities. These, yeah. versus- <laughs> but meanwhile, Rock Lock is like... <laughs> Yo, you got that, that rock right there? That pebble? Yeah. Not gonna move. Bam. I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man. Black people can't get cool shit. No. But can't, yeah. Can't be Jedis. No. <laughs> Except for Mace Windu. That's all we and got. And then I also start in that episode, started caring more about Aerie. And that was another complaint that we had going into this whole fit season. And it's because, not because of her character in of, of herself, but because of her relationship with Overhaul and how it very quickly became clear that it was an abusive relationship where he just completely... But, but I mean, you kind of you knew that already. But not... They didn't they didn't show it for me enough. Like, they, they showed her being scared of him, but that's just generic villain stuff. But when he convinces her to come back just based off of her fear of him and, and him convincing her that if you don't come to me right now, I'm going to kill I'm everybody. Kill everybody. Yeah, and I'm you know gonna... they can't stop me, right? Like... That's some next level, like, that's some next level villainous shit. Like, to mind fuck a little girl that way, to completely, like, make her subservient that way. That's fucked up. Like, if they had shown a scene like that earlier, I think I would have cared about her going into this whole thing. But I'm glad they had that scene before all the events of the finale. Because that was, I was like, phew, every episode was like, overhaul, you piece of shit, more and more and more. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was. But I, I still... I'll get I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Okay. So right. so that so by the end of the episode, you get the moments where Mirio's like trying to crawl like crawl away with Aerie. That was heartbreaking. He's bleeding out. And then you find her power later. But I'm like, yeah, I was just I was, you I, fucking- <laughs> I was just I was just thinking, I was like, because I already knew where her powers were, I was like, fucking heal people. What are you doing? But see, when you told me her power, any, I don't want anybody to die. I don't want. Any, I'm like heal them. But when you told me her power, you said that they. I, I'm glad you were wrong, or uh, not wrong, but maybe no, you explained it wrong. Says she can reverse your body, like 
No, I, I thought you explained it by saying you that you improve quirks. No, I didn't say that. I think you did. Cause I was under the impression that she like boosts quirks. Like she's like a like she's the reason why those those pill those uh that serum to increase quirks was a thing. I'm trying because I'm like maybe because I'm like I don't think I said that. I was like no, she basically reverses. She can reverse your. You all you all said reverse damage and stuff. That's yeah. why we were talking about like maybe if All Might is dying, she can save him and stuff like that. I, I don't think I said boost quirks. Oh, maybe I'm confusing things. Then whatever. I'm glad that I forgot because <laughs> I I was like I thought her power was to boost things. I like why did what is it when is it gonna come into play? I even that I should have been like, what can be boosted in this show? Hmm. There's one obvious thing, but I didn't even think about it until it happened. So when you get to uh, her being mind-fucked by Overhaul coming back, and then Deku, which is like, Deku, I'm glad you're our main character, and I'm glad you got protagonist powers, but how the fuck are you going to get out of there? He's like, I'm going to stop you no matter what! I'm like, how? <laughs> you're fucked, bro. Suddenly, I'm able to go 20%. But even when he did that, and he's like, oh yeah, you're way faster, but compared to Night Eye and Mirio, they had like way different, like they, they were more experienced. So they had way more like uh, different lines of movement. They weren't predictable like you are. I'm like, fuck! Are you serious? Go before even that, when I, I get stabbed through the fucking through chest. The chest. That shit. Oh. I was like, first of all, granted, we're gonna jump to what happens later. But I was like, how are you still alive? They, yeah, they say that though. They're like, you shouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you got no lungs, no fucking esophagus. <laughs> then again, all my still alive. He don't have shit either. That's a good point. Oh my god, do you but think that was like a weird... Well, he also has one for all. No, but do you think that was like a weird parallel? Uh, I don't know, like impaled through the stomach chest area? Yeah, but All Might was like the side of his stomach. Yeah, I know, but it's just... Night Eye was his whole fucking... <laughs> but it's both like deaths by impalement. Or not death, but you know what I mean, like a grave injury by impalement. Yeah, hmm. probably, I don't know. I don't know, that's a good question, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, him doing all that dodging shit for him to be like... St- I'm like... Wait, what? So then you have to understand, like, wait, so what happened? I don't, so he didn't see the future? What's going on? And then he's like, show me a future that Mirio and Deku and them get away. And all you see is Deku dying. I was like, <laughs> what's going to happen? But of course you knew that wasn't going to happen. I know, but My Hero is, does such a good job of escalating tension to make you, nothing super tragic ever really happens in this show. But they always do a good, good job of making you think, nah, nigga, this is the time. <laughs> and. And, yeah, this was the time. This was the time. Spoilers, guys. But jumping ahead, Night Eye, yeah, he eventually does succumb to his wounds. I'm like, this is a first. Holy fuck. Yeah, this fuck. is a first. And the whole time you're going, no, but Eri can, now she can rewind time and shit, right? But then the conversation that Aizawa has with Deku, and was like, nah. Yeah, no, you can't rely on her. She can't control it. And so we have to just accept what's about to happen. He's like, what? And I'm like, what? And then they, they show Night Eye, and it's like, fuck! Because after the, the episode before that, you're thinking, in my mind, you're going, so she can fix everything. She can save All which, Might. She which, can save- which me, I'm like, if I was in that world, I would be shaming her the whole time. Fuck you, this is all your fault. <laughs> I'm not going to help. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all your fault. Get better. Do better. And, and I think that the assumption is, the reason why her she can't control her quirk as it is, is because of overhaul, right? Like, it's like tra- she got traumatized. Well, that, and they, they said she's like, she's a mutant in this world. No, but I thought mutant meant that neither her parents had that quirk. Because that was the whole idea with the quirks. Like, they could get passed down or combined. Yeah. So, I, neither her parents had an ability, anything like that. So, that's why she's a mutant, quote unquote. That's I why. That's I also, why she can't control it. <laughs> I assume the, the fact that she can't control it. Uh, granted, 
her power is so fucking ridiculously powerful that's I can see it being an accidental use the first time killing somebody like her father. And that's the thing, like uh, that Ayazawa mentioned, because she's like, she can't like there's no real way for her to practice to learn how to control it because she can't. It's not like she can use it on inanimate objects. It only works on organic material. Rats. <laughs> like Overhaul was doing. Well, I guess we're, that's yeah, the only way to I do it. But, but even that, like, think about a little they are, girl. They are heroes. They'd be like, oh, animal rights. <laughs> I mean, but even about the, for a little girl, like, how traumatizing is that? Even first of all, your first instance of using your power to kill your father. So right there, it's already like a mental block on your abilities. Then you're tortured for how, who knows how long, repeatedly by Overhaul. So like, of course, her powers don't work right. She's got like so many mental blocks and like trauma based off of it. Yeah. So I kind of get it. Granted, they need to learn fast because <laughs> they need to save Mirio. That's also the key to saving him, I think. Having her rewind his ability back. Because they, they kind of explain that in Overhaul's backstory where his whole plan was to make quirk-killing bullets and then quirk-restoring bullets. So the ability is there. Mm-hmm. She just has to be able to focus her, her chakras. <laughs> Which does make me wonder. He did pass it on to Deku, but can she rewind... All Might's body to where he can get his quirk back? Or does it not work oh, that way? Oh, that's broken as fuck. Well, I'm like, would it not work that? Because he did pass it on. Uh, maybe the So passing... maybe fix his body, but not give his powers back. I feel like it would just fix his body. It wouldn't give him the quirk back. Because I feel like the passing on of, of the quirk is part of the quirk. Like, once you it's gone, you lost it. I guess. But then at the same time, he still had it. If someone gives Deku a blowjob, do they get all for one? Or one for all? <laughs> like... Cause, no, because he has to. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember he. Yeah, remember he mentioned it was stain. Like just because he took your blood. I'd, oh, I forgot about that. What is he has one? No, no. <laughs> Such a weird. Like I have to agree to it for it to pass on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So when we get into that third episode, but I'm like, but how much do you have to agree? Because what if you're in the moment, like, yeah, I'm gonna give you this one for all, bitch. Yeah, is it right? Like but, uh, you don't actually mean it. Yeah. But. <laughs> Meanwhile, uraraka has got fucking <laughs> one for all. <laughs> Bakugo. Wow. Okay. Sure. All right. But the third episode, that's the episode. Those, those other two episodes were already perfect vision, already fucking amazing. Bas- no, th- that third episode confirmed that My Hero Academia is a prequel to One Punch Man. Yes. And Sa- Saitama is in the future and he's the latest... One for all users. One for all users. Holy shit. Not, you know what? You're right. That makes total sense now. Because All My says every iteration of it One Punch Man gets stronger. I like this connection. <laughs> I think it was also the, the same animator who did One Punch Man. He's the one that worked on this episode. And they never they never did say where Saitama got his power from. Mm-hmm. It's not just those push-ups. Yeah, Maybe an older Deku yeah. handed him a little bit of hair. <laughs> even even What's-His-Face said, I don't think you even know. Oh, man. That'd be an amazing crossover. <laughs> But well, yeah, it takes place in the future. So in this episode, you're already going, how the fuck is Zeku going to get out of this? Like and the, the dragon lady where it falls through. And I like all the side stuff. I didn't mention it, but I like all the sides of the villains and how they're, they're trying to work against the, the, the Yakuza, basically helping the heroes defeat the Yakuza for them, for yeah. their own personal gains. I love the, I love Toga uh, twice. Twice. Their relationship was great. Um, and my favorite and, quote. And again, talk about all these OP characters. Twice's characters, his power is fucking OP. Because I forgot that not only can you make another person, but you, you can, can make that person's quirk. quirk. What? How is that possible? Nah, whatever. <laughs> um, but my favorite quote 
I'm like, make another fucking awful one. <laughs> I think my favorite quote of all of My Academia, and especially season four, is from Toga. Dang, Izuku. <laughs> that was my favorite line, because that was what I was thinking. I'm like, dang, Deku. <laughs> but yeah, when the, the fight between Overhaul and Deku starts in that episode, and Eri finally accepts that she needs to be saved by the heroes, because she's like, if I don't let them save me, they're just going to keep dying. <laughs> so I'm going to let them save me. And you see Mirio's cape. I love, I love how it all kind of came together with like Mirio's cape reminding her of like, you know, of, of hope and mm-hmm. that being the, 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 the motivation she needed to jump out of Overhaul's arms, activate her quirk to split him, split him up with the other guy and then jump toward Deku. My guy, when you say run with lyrics start playing, I was getting emotional there. I was like, oh my, is this you say run? With lyrics? It's just it's like Kingdom Hearts is beautiful right now. <laughs> you say run. The main theme song. Oh, I, was, I, never, I never, knew, never knew the name of it. I never knew the name of it. Yeah, that. <laughs> but yeah, it's You Say Run. I was like, you saying Bolt? What? No, You Say Run. <laughs> I mean, he does run. How'd you feel about that song, though? He does run. Did you, did you get it right away? I didn't get it right away. It took me like a little bit into the sequence to be like, is this? No. Wait, what's this song with lyrics? No, I didn't get it. Oh, okay. Um, did you understand what happened when he grabs Aerie and then everything explodes and disappears? Because at first I was like, what? I don't, what just happened? Is he super fast? What, where'd he go? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I knew, like, the quirk. Oh, that's right, because you were at spoilers, so you <laughs> knew what was happening. I was confused. I was like, yes, because at first he's, just, he's like weaving through all of like overhaul spires and shit. And then he just disappears. It's like a giant shockwave. I'm like, oh my. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and he's like in the air, like, wait, did I just kick off that hard? Are my legs broken? No, they're good. What the fuck? And then Aerie turns him into a fucking super yeah, saiyan. Super. He became Gohan at that point. Bro. This is Gohan versus Cell. Oh, but it was so good. It was but not so- as not as good as Gohan versus Cell though. I agree with that, but it's close. It is cl- in terms of like, and and then you say that I'm gonna say this now. I didn't cry throughout the entire sequence. I did not cry. I got teary during uh, the the last punching sequence with Deku, but it was more like it, it wasn't emotional in the same way I got emotional for like All Might versus One for All. It was more like, or All for One actually. Um, it was more like I had a sense of pride. Like it felt more like instead of me cheering for a hero I'm like I'm, I'm motivated by and I won the win it was more like seeing my son become a badass <laughs> it was like son I am proud <laughs> so I didn't get like tearful like emotional I just got more like a, a, a welling of pride for Deku it's like this motherfucker is finally doing it I have spoken yeah <laughs> he's finally becoming all my yes <laughs> I will say though, I'm, I'm like, I find the power scaling with Deku a little weird though, because I'm like, what at like 10%, you're busting through concrete ceilings and shit, but when you hit people, they're just like, ooh. Yeah. And I'm like, now you're at 100%. You hit fucking overhaul in the face, mind you, at 100% power. Why the fuck, granted? I Maybe he was healing himself? At I the same understand. Time? It's like anime, comedy. It's also for kids. Yeah. Why the fuck did his head explode? That's a good question. Very good question. I'm going to say maybe it's Overhaul's healing ability. He's like reconstructing himself at the same time as he's being hit. Because it kind of did happen during the fight. And I love... Because again, even though Deck was 100%, I was still scared. 
Because, like, again, it doesn't matter how fast or strong you are. Yeah, one, touch, one touch, you're fucked. So I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? But I didn't understand how strong 100% is. <laughs> like, I got it conceptually, but we've seen, you know, versus muscular, 1 million percent. So I didn't know if it was actually, like, you know, all my 100%. But in that first move... Where he disappears, and overhaul's like, wait, where'd he go? Yeah. And he's like, smart! And he kicks him into the air. I'm like, yo! <laughs> <laughs> that one move. But even even the moves that he did, I was like, you never even see All Might do that. And that goes to show that his off once he's able to actually embody the 100% without Ares' help, he will be stronger than All Might. Did you get that? I've heard people say that online too, but did you get that impression? Because like I thought we've never seen All Might in his prime either. So we don't know what well, he's yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. We never seen him in his prime, but at the same. And, and then keep in mind, you like, said we also never seen all that fucking. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get that to a second. Yeah. But think about United States of Smash. That single punch was way stronger than anything that Deku did in this episode, just in terms of like damage to the surroundings. That looked like a giant crater in the city. Like the entire city was like pushed. Yeah, if people were if people were true. there, it would have been just a massacre. But it was like you know it was convenient DC logic of like it's evacuated. <laughs> But they, they, pull, they pulled that same thing in this episode too. Oh, lucky it's uh, yeah midday, yeah, and, midday. A, and a work yeah. day. But but that was also smart. And the, and I oh, the foreshadowing with the fight with with Night Eye. Night Eye. Because he kicks him to the air. I didn't think about that until after the fact. But it's like oh he kicks him to the air for the least amount of damage to the surroundings. That makes sense. It looked fucking dope. But it makes sense strategically too. I'm like, that's a and honestly, sure, yeah, he's smarter smart. than he, Superman. He, he learns from Bakugo, but he's smarter than Superman. Well, yeah, because Superman had to wait until BV, uh, yeah, BVS to do that. Meanwhile, Man of Steel, he's destroying all the buildings. <laughs> Fuck your buildings. Well, but even BVS is like, he was destroying buildings and shit. But it was like, well, lucky it's uh, it's uh, not the work day anymore. Oh, no, no, I mean, when I was he, like, bullshit. No. This, this is the equivalent of fucking New York. No, I agree with you. I'm <laughs> saying the moment where Superman took Doomsday into the air. Like, he immediately no, just yeah. took him right to the sky. Like, that's what Deku kind of did. But when he... Because then you get, like, the whole... And people also complain about the pacing of, the, of that episode. Of, like, oh, it was too slow because they slowed down too many times for Overhaul's backstory. I liked Overhaul's backstory. And that's why well, I... Well, no, I, I can agree with that. You did? See, I... Maybe you could have placed it sooner in the I like this backstory, too, but at the same time... Why are you learning it then? Yeah, I want some action. Yeah. I felt like it It gave me the last little bit of fuck you overhaul. Can you find out that he's the one that fucked up the Yakuza? Then you find out the Yakuza guy that was the head Yakuza dude before him wasn't even that bad of a guy. He was a villain because he's Yakuza. Yeah. But he wasn't like a like a, he was a monster. He was an overhaul villain, yeah. He's like, yo, you're you're dissecting the little girl I put in like your your safekeeping? Like, have you no fucking heart? Like, bro. And then you find out that Overhaul is the one that pushed the entire plan to the point where Yakuza got even won it, so he put him into that coma. A coma? In that coma? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's from... I'm like, fuck you, you piece of shit. So that was the last push. So when Deku goes fucking one-punch man, Saitama on him, I'm like, kick his ass! <laughs> Destroy him! <laughs> but, the, but the thing I will say about even these last three... What was it? Three, four episodes? Four. The thing I will say about these last four episodes that... As much as I loved them, and I was like, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed only in the sense that now it's over and we're on to another arc. And, Is and the season almost over? 
not the season, but I'm just saying this overhaul thing seems to be over. Yeah. Now we're moving on to the cultural festival. Oh, you didn't see the trailer. No, I didn't see the trailer. But yes, yeah, moving on to the cultural festival. So basically all of this stuff is done. So in some ways, granted, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but in some ways this kind of feels like the Garlic Jr. saga of My Hero Academia. Calling that when just ended <laughs> because it's like over already, and it's like you think about previous seasons, like most stuff it it gave you time to build up to a lot of stuff. So in some ways, I kind of feel like it would have felt more impactful to me if it took longer for like the overhaul. We maybe seen Deku try to fight overhaul before, and it didn't work out, and now all of a sudden he's able to go one hundred percent. And so it maybe have had more weight or we had more time with Mirio's character. I, I so then that way when yeah, he did okay, lose his quirk, it felt like not to say it didn't it didn't hurt me, but I think it would have bothered me more you wanted if one I spent more arc. if I spent more time with Mirio. Yeah, you even, wanted, you wanted or one even more like, arc with Mirio before. Yeah, or even Night Eye, him dying, I just met him. Yeah. And and really, when you think about it, he was just the biggest vibe killer in the entire series. All he, his whole shtick was can't change it. Yeah, can't change that. But like, think about can't change that. Think bro. about <laughs> think about how much your 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 uh you would have felt if same conclusion. Night Eye died, but we we've been with him since season one. I I agree that I feel like maybe the pacing could have been better for the story. But I don't. I'm not gonna go as far to say I think it's the Garlic Junior Saga of my hero yet. Because I feel like a lot of the things that were introduced in this season are gonna come back. Like they just they just have to. The 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 quirk well, we killing know, bullets. I'm, well, we know the, Aerie's gonna come back. The villains, their plan somehow ties into the Yakuza plan now. Well, yeah, the villains have always been an over overarching theme throughout the thing. But even still, for the most yo, part, the villains never really connected to the Yakuza. They're doing their own thing. Yo, when fucking my man Shigaraki. Oh, when he did, yeah, bro. That was amazing. And again, back to fuck overhaul. I was I felt so good. I was like, yeah, bitch, no hands. You get nothing now. And it, and it goes to show like Shigaraki is a fucking crazy. Yeah. And he's like, ah, bitch, I win. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to kill you. But I'm gonna make your ass suffer. Like, yeah, you like your whole thing was about taking away quirks, what your biggest so fear you was. You shouldn't have quirks, yeah. right? I loved it. Like it made me root for Shigaraki as a villain. Like I think that's a that's good story building. It, it by building up overhaul and taking him off the playing board, it just made Shigaraki a stronger character. I think it was kind of the point. Probably it's almost like we're seeing Shigaraki's origins as, but one it's still for all, or all for one. But it still kind of makes now if it's over, if this is the end. It like kind of makes overhaul again. I almost get it. I, maybe because like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's over it's already? Still, like <laughs> no, but it just feels like okay, it's over already. It's only been like eight episodes. It's overhaul already. <laughs> yeah, overhaul's been overhauled. I'm like, it's only been like what eight episodes or so like that. That's so why I'm like, it was garlic. It's, we're only on eight episodes. I thought we're deeper than that. No, it's probably a little more, but it's 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 definitely feel like it's less than fifteen or so. Yeah, I was thinking like fourteen, fifteen. So it's like 15, 16 maybe? It's Garlic Jr. <laughs> or maybe 17 episodes. I don't remember. No, it's not Garlic Jr. It is it's, Garlic Jr. This stuff's going to come back. The Aries got to come. She's world-breaking. Well, no, Aries going to... The quirk based stuff... On the, based on the trailer, Aries going to go to... Uh, UA? UA. Okay. I, I assume that. Um, the the quirk stuff has got to come back. The bullets... Because Shigaraki even takes the bullets. What's he using that for? Got to be something. Uh, Deku... I mean, Night Eye dying. That's got to have repercussions for Deku. That's, that's All Might's... Like a sidekick, you know what Decorating, I mean. Huh? And this is the first time it made being a hero real. Like this is the first time they fully experience what's like in the hero world, like yeah. legit, legit. But 
I want to go back real quick to that Deku fight because I lost my fucking mind when, like you said, a million punches came out. <laughs> Yo, and, and it, like I was saying before, I was still scared because when they do a great job of making you think overall about to do some shit where he's like, now I'm mad. Oh, I was playing before. And he, he recombines midair to have like even more arms. And then he goes like, get that fucking shit out of here. <laughs> he immediately teleports. Yeah. And, and it's like the rapid fire. Yeah, destroys, yeah, destroys Dude, the arms. The rapid fire punch of like the it's like a machine gun. You couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. And then the that was my favorite moment. The fear in Overhaul's eyes when Deku was like like looming over him. And then you see the shadows in his face before you see his face. He looked like a villain. Yeah, he looked like a like a monster. Yo! I was like, and once again, I need that flashback with Shigaraki being an asshole because the entire time I was like, "You mean overhaul?" Oh yeah, yeah, overhaul. I was like, "Fuck you, overhaul!" <laughs> yeah, you're scared now, right? <laughs> Yo, my man Deku hit him so hard he made the air rocks. How? <laughs> you saw that? Like the, the it's like the air became like hard. It's no, like he shattered know. the sky. No, I didn't notice that. I, I saw the air blow. Like rewatch that that last little bit of the fight in slow motion. And literally the sky cracks like it's rock when he does like the, the punch. You sure it wasn't him. like an animation thing? I'm sure it was. It's just to make it look cooler. But it's still fucking badass. And what they didn't show you in that last episode. In episode I'm still three, just, again, why didn't his head explode? <laughs> you're right. I don't know. <laughs> he should have been dead. But the uh, the last episode, uh, oh, the, yeah, the fourth episode, what they didn't show you was another fucking dope moment. So in the beginning of the fourth episode, I was still like, Oh, this fight's amazing. They didn't show you the suplex. Like, after he does all those punches, he's like a mid, he grab, which is like, you grab by him by the arm. And like, throw him, throws and him. He like midair, like, suplexed him in the air. I'm like, yo, it's so dope. I love yeah. that fucking fight. And he's just like, on the ground. Ah, like, he's super saiyan. <laughs> and then Ari almost kills him. Yeah, almost kills him. <laughs> and fucks up his arm. I'm like. I thought his arm was, arm was like that. That big old gash on his arm? Yeah. I don't think so. That was the moon from muscular. No, wasn't muscular the damages to his fist? No, that was Todoroki. Which is like, he's not going to have an arm by the end of the series. Because his first wound that didn't recover was his hand. Because Todoroki fight. So he had all yeah. like, those scars on his hand. The muscular fight destroys the whole arm. That's the arm he punched muscular with, like 1 million percent. So he's got that giant gash over his entire arm. That was already there. I thought it was gonna. But, but actually, now that I think about it, should not have disappeared. Like she was healing him. The whole, she was healing him the whole time. I was gonna say I thought that after that fight, he was gonna find out that she healed. She rolled back all his injuries, so his arm wouldn't be fucked up anymore. It's kind of convenient, but at the same time, like if you're gonna get rid of his wounds, do it that way. But no, he still got all the wounds on his arm. So I'm scared he's gonna lose that arm. Like it's just, it's just, it looks gross. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks terrible. The guy was like, "What happened to your fucking arm?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, the last episode was just sad. Like, after that fucking heightenness of the first three, having fucking Night Eye be like, wow, I was just wrong as fuck. <laughs> I thought the future was unchangeable, but this well, they never really said how. Like, what... I like that, though. What specifically happened between the future that he was seeing and then the future that, that actually transpired? Like, what was the... What, I think the what, deciding factor was Aerie being motivated by Mirio to jump to Deku. Like, if she didn't jump to Deku, I think it would have been the same thing that uh, Night Eye saw. But her having hope is what made the 100% possible in him beating Overhaul. 
And that wouldn't have happened without Mirio setting it up. Oh, we even mentioned it, but that moment where he takes off his cape first to deflect the bullets first, but then wrap his cape around Aerie, and then as he's punching the fucking dude with the gun, he's like, oh shit, I thought a hero's cape would just look cool. And he's like, no, it's to wrap a, a, a cape around a girl, yeah. like a girl that's in need. I'm like, you're all might, bro. <laughs> that was beautiful to me. Yeah, but like I said, I wish, I wish we spent more time with his character. I mean, I guess they're still going to have him around with Aerie, right? Maybe he's going to be like her teacher. Yeah, but now, I'm talking about considering Before. losing your quirk and all that other shit. But I also get why take him off the playing field. Because he, he legit, if he if he didn't have that drunk mm. guy around, if he just had slightly different circumstances, he would have won without even Oh, uh, no, he would, yeah, he would have won. He would have beat Overhaul. Like, he was that good. Like, yo, <laughs> he really was, like, basically the number one hero before uh, Endeavor. Maybe. But it's comparable. Well, I was gonna say, well, not Endeavor, because well, we don't know how strong Endeavor is. But that was like that was people who were saying that he's like besides All Might, he was the most like in line to be number one, which includes the pros, which includes Endeavor. Endeavor wouldn't like that. No, he wouldn't. Can you imagine? That'd be hilarious, though. <laughs> this little All Might wannabe. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, so the Night Eye death, that was sad. My thing was is before we get to the actual death, death. What was sad to me, or not not sad actually, it was funny to me was when he was in the stretcher being taken to the ambulance and he ha- he's got a giant fucking rock in his chest and he's like, wait, wait, hold on. I want to talk to Deku real quick. I'm like, no, no paramedic would stop yeah. for a one minute conversation. He's got a giant hole in his chest. That's why I was like, Deku, let me tell you something. The whole quick. time, that's why I kept saying the whole time. I was like, how the fuck are you still alive? It made no sense. Just the fact that he even lived as long as he did. Yeah. Oh, he's not going to make it past tomorrow. You shouldn't be alive now. Like, <laughs> I was like, come on, recovery girl. You can't like spit on him a little bit more or something. <laughs> yeah, give him, give him, give him more. Maybe kiss his dick. <laughs> yeah, something. Like, I don't know what's going what's to have to happen, but I don't know. But that, that death was sad to me, especially when Muriel came in. and It was sad, but like, like I said, it could have been sadder. So were you, were you affected by it, though? Not really. You weren't? I mean, I was just like, oh, that kind of sucks. I but felt that, it. But that was it. I didn't feel it as much I felt for Night more, Eye. I felt it more because of the reaction from Deku and Mirio. Yeah. More and so than Night Eye. Yeah. I felt it more for the how the other characters felt about it than he himself. And I also felt for him in general. But that, but because think, on his but deathbed, that, he realizes that his logic was wrong. Which is sad. It's like, fuck. Like, that's, if you had that knowledge in life, you'd be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. But I, I felt it the most when his eyes turned, like, cold. He like, used his power one last time to see. Oh, that was, I, was, I wasn't thinking about that. You're right. That was fucking sad. He was like, you'll be the finest hero of anyone. I was like, are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. Is it a future that won't happen? <laughs> <laughs> but no, his eyes turned, like, dead. Like when oh, they, yeah. When they went, his eyes went dead. Yeah. Because, again, this is the first time we've seen a main character die in My Hero. So it was like, fuck, okay. There are stakes. Oh, speaking of which, it just reminded me. Uh, they talk about Manjo, whatever her name is. Manjo? The the trans person that... Uh, oh, oh, that died. Yeah, overall. And uh, overall called it a him. Yeah. And they was like, don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty progressive. But they still won't have gay people on it. <laughs> <laughs> they will, but they'll be like that guy from One Punch Man that's like naked and, <laughs> and always flexing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Putty putty prisoner or something? Putty putty. 
Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, I per- this, this, the last four episodes, Watu Vision, so good. I don't. Let me ask you, better or worse, Deku's fight with Overhaul, better or worse than one uh, All Might versus One for All? All for One. I keep doing that wrong. Thinking about it, I like All Might versus One for All better. I agree. I think the Deku fight was animated better. For sure it was. I think that was probably the best animation in a My Hero Academia fight so far, overall. But I feel like the emotion of the All Might, All for One fight. Even All Might, I mean, even Deku versus Muscular, I like that better. I agree. I agree with that too. For the emotional reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this just felt like, I felt like a proud father. Like, my man, my boy did it. My boy was growing up. He went from the crying little bitch in season one to a fucking badass man in but season I, but, four. But I am starting to get to the point that I'm 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 ready for there to be like time skip. No, not even time skip. Oh. Like in terms of like the action, like straight, almost Dragon Ball Z level with straight action, no flashbacks and all that, any other other shit. I don't think it's my hair Gadeem's style. I want, but give it's, me give me something. Like, it's never been like that. It's, but it needs to start. It's never been dark either. Where you see fucking. <laughs> People True. dying and arms getting disintegrated <laughs> and shit. exploding and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I would have I, I liked the fight between Overhaul and Deku if it was more of the action not being cut with fucking overhaul flashback but see i feel like that's for me that's where the strength of all my academia is like it's the emotion of the fight that makes it so good for me not even yeah, so much but the you animation could still, you could still have the same emotion if you would show the like flashbacks earlier earlier but but and now you're you got the emotion because it's like yeah fuck same thing kick his ass i agree with that but also i i don't know how i would have liked it differently if it happened that way because for me, it it did resonate with me when you get that moment of, oh my god, overall is even bigger asshole than we even thought before. So that in the next very next scene is him getting destroyed by Deku feels so good to me. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, is there any more reasons to hate him? Punch him in the face, Deku. <laughs> and Punch then, him in bah! the dick. <laughs> Basically. Oh, I love that. The frames of his eyes being wide with fear. My favorite i can i can watch that scene i did over and over again like all day i love it his like, eyes like whitening i just rerun his eyes whitening like oh shit i fucked up, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> who the fuck is it because all the about from his perspective who is this kid he he did not think this random first year or whatever it was gonna be his undoing he's like wait 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 i yeah, be probably didn't even know who this person was no i'd be the guy that was a beast I'd be the guy that could see the future, and this little this little kid is gonna all of a sudden go Super Saiyan and defeat me. How? <laughs> That's why I said Cell versus uh, Gohan. Yeah, he's got blitzed. That's why I love it. It's That's just like oh, oh god. Cell thought the biggest threat was Goku. Yeah, it's like nah, the sun. It really was Super Saiyan two Gohan plus One Punch Man. Which all, even that, I'm like, how does this po- like you have the same powers All Might? Why do you go Super Saiyan? Yeah, well, all, all, that never happened with All Might. He just got, like, he had a muscle form. But even Deku doesn't have a muscle form. Yeah, I don't even get the muscle he, form. He lights up. I'm assuming the muscle form is only something that he got. It's considered a muscle form when he started losing his power. But I'm pretty sure. That's that's one for all? 
like him him using a little bit of Winterfall to get muscular. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he was always that muscular because even oh, you yeah, think about was. him in, in his flashbacks. Prime, yeah. yeah, in his flashbacks. So I'm pretty sure that was just always him. But then when he started losing, but he his can power, still do it. Like it's just the first second, but he can still do it. So like, is that not part of one for all, or does he always have a little bit of one for all, even though he passes it on, or how does that work? I guess it's just a look because this, like you said, it's just a second. Yeah, he's got a little taste. <laughs> All right, but yeah, perfect fucking vision, and I'm glad that shit existed in the time where we got crisis because that was the crisis I needed. <laughs> Overhaul versus Decky was the crisis we deserved. Yeah, now we're moving on to cultural. I just want, please, let somebody have had a cell phone or something recording that because I either want All Might to see it and be like, "Son, I am proud." Or I want Bakugo to see it and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Deku! <laughs> what the fuck, Deku? <laughs> I, f- I feel like Bakugo is going to take center state. Based on the trailer, it's going to be about Bakugo and Todoroki. I hope next. so, because they've been on the back burner this entire time. Well, yeah, because they don't have their license. Yeah. They got to get their hero license. I just want to see Bakugo's face when he sees Deku's glow up. Like, oh, fuck. I- Cheating. <laughs> Bullshit. Because yeah, now he's able to use 20% without any damage. Yeah, it wasn't 8% equal yeah, was, to Bakugo before? It was 8% with the Bakugo fight. Yeah. Now it's 20. Yeah. I wonder if using a 100% now makes him able to use more percentage without fucking himself up. Like, maybe his body got used to it. But even though it... it is, that wouldn't make sense because his body got rewound each yeah, time. Yeah, it kept getting rewound. Yeah. So, no. Probably... He's probably good with 20. Because he would have been, j- like, jelly but into that fight if, <laughs> if he actually did get rewound at all. No, yeah. He was... His legs, arms... Yeah. Everything would have been broken. The only reason he was able to survive Aerie was because he was literally destroying himself <laughs> every single time he did something. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's another thing. Before we get out of this, this episode, I, that was just something I was thinking about. I was like... He's moving at like Mach 1 million. How strong? I know he tied, it was just a great moment when he's like, give me that girl. And he's like, never. And he ties her to him, that dope like red cape that was Mirio's. So I guess it's not maybe her strength holding her to him, but like her face should be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what happens when you like go through like, a wind tunnel? She's rewinding herself. <laughs> she's rewinding herself too. Bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, all right, let's get out of this. Let's uh, get in some news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. I didn't order any of this. Oh, for those wondering, I didn't talk about it really, but I watched. um. Meliodas versus Escanor, the anime fight. Don't bother. If you are a fan of Seven Deadly Sins, read the manga. Because literally, that fight is animated better in the manga. How is that possible, Jordan? But I don't know. But it is. Like, I can only equivalent it to the drop in quality from One Punch Man Season 1 to Season 2, but exponentially worse. So it went from... One Punch Man season one being god tier epic to season two being like above average. But Seven Deadly Sins went from above average to god fucking awful. When I tell you it looked like a slide, if you thought the Mirio thing was a slideshow, fuck out of here. It looked like someone did a cutout of Meliodas and just pushed and pulled it toward the screen to create movement from him being knocked back. It looked that fucking low quality. It's like every time they could save an. Uh, 
animating things. Is it a new team? It. Yes. Oh. I found out. I hate when they do that shit. Why? Especially when they, they, they give it to people they know have less experience with action. The team that did season three of Seven Deadly Sins, their last fucking like, project was like some like comedy thing. So I'm like, if they have no action experience, why would you give them an action anime? And then be confused when it ends up being shitty. Because it looks, bro, I can't explain to you how bad it looks. I, you know what? I can you can watch fan animations on YouTube, and I did, that are way better than the anime. It got to the point where it was so bad, I, I quit the I just quit. I, I'm not even giving another chance. I'm done. Unless season four, they have a new animation team or something, and it looks fucking like One Punch Man status, then maybe I'll watch it. But I was so done with Seven Daily Sins, I pulled a U with like My Hero, kinda, and I, I just read all of the Escanor fights in the manga. And they're so good. They're so good. Escanor. There's more than one? Oh, there's, there's like four or five. And one of them, he's not in his Escanor form. He's, it's, like, it's like daylight Escanor, where he's like in his little butler form. They do so... He should be the main character. Because they do so much cool character development stuff for him. Why are they fighting? Not their friends? Meliodas and Escanor? Yeah. Um, so the idea with Meliodas... He's like super duper fucking powerful. That's why in the first two seasons, every once in a while, he just gets randomly super strong. It's like, how is he this powerful? Because he used to be the lead commandment. Yeah, the lead of the demon clan yeah. or whatever. So by suppressing his demonic, like, by pulling an angel, basically, by suppressing his, his bloodlust, because he's, he's, a, he's a sin of wrath, but he's like super jovial. The reason he's like that is because he basically suppresses his demon side. So... He he's like he's bound by some chick and some like demonic binding technique, and the only way he can escape is by accessing his demon power. So he he basically taps into his demon powers and he can't control it. So he becomes full demon Meliodas again. He goes full Angelus, and he's a, he's basically as powerful as, as he was in his prime as a demon. So basically, the strongest demon that is in the show, and it's Escanor versus him, because it's like someone's got to stop him, and he's stronger than everybody else. So, I guess I'll do it. And then uh, Merlin puts a like you a cube four times though. Why four? Oh. Well, it's not four fights with Meliodas. No. <laughs> That's one fight. Another fight is with Escanor and Meliodas's brother. Another fight is with, with Escanor and an angel. Because uh, you find out you don't care about spoilers, right? You find out that Escanor's power comes from angels. That's why he's so strong. Like basically, an angel gave him his power. Um, and you know what? Just to, just to tease you guys enough. To want to read the manga, because I don't know if I would keep. I, the only reason why I, I only liked Seven Daily Sins for Escanor and the action. That's it. If Escanor didn't show up in season two, I probably wouldn't even kept watching Seven Daily Sins anyway. He's that good of a character for me. <laughs> He's just so badass. But you find out that his power, Sunshine, came from an angel. That's why it's so strong. But then you also find out, like All Might, that power is so strong, it's too strong for a mortal being to actually use or, or maintain. So it's slowly killing him. And if he keeps using it, he will die eventually. So that's like the time limit on his sunshine ability. And there's this amazing fight where he's not even in his fucking sunshine. When you find out that, he's, he fights a, a, a demon or something in his like puny butler form. And it's so motivational. It, it's, it's, it's not as good as All Might versus One for All. I thought it was like automatic. Like the moment the sun comes up or whatever, he automatically... It was, but at this, part in the, at this point in the story, he had the sunshine taken away oh. because it, it was killing him. So he had the angel that had the sunshine ability, took it back. 
And I'm, I only know this knowledge piecemeal from like little previews I had watched um, in fan animation. You got to pull a Cordelia and become a demon to be able to. Con- no. To to control hold, it. Yeah, hold the no. Power. The coolest thing about Escanor is that he's human in a world. What makes Escanor so cool is that they made all these rules in that world. Become half human. Become half angel. No. <laughs> what makes him cool is that he's all human, and he, yet he's still so fucking powerful. Because I realized with Seven Daily Sins, what I love about that show and or manga is when, or actually I, I realized this about even My Hero Academia, anything now. If you establish concrete rules and then break them, but in a badass way or a badass moment, I fucking love it. That's what happened muscular with like, oh, this is, a, this is 100% of my power. No, 1 million percent. And the same thing kind of happens with the Eskinoor, where they establish like humans are the weakest. Demon's the strongest. No, but this human's way stronger. Okay, but he's only this strong during sunshine. No, he's actually this strong. And they just keep escalating and keep breaking their own rules for Escanor. And it's not in like a, a plot-breaking or stupid way. It's a, in a fucking badass way. So then, yeah, eventually he gets sunshine back. And I'm not going to spoil the moments, but he, he, he... I don't know if it's the end of the manga, but he fights the demon... The last fight I watched was he fights the demon king. So basically, Escanor fights... The entire family tree of Meliodas. <laughs> like, he's the main character. <laughs> and it's amazing. I, I even recommend watching the fan animation of the Demon King versus Escanor on YouTube. Because honestly, even that fight was better than the animation. Yeah, why doesn't Meliodas fight his own family? I'm not sure, actually. I think he might fight the Demon King before Escanor, but Escanor is the one that fights him, I think, last. But I'm not even sure because they don't show the end of the fight in that animation. And I didn't want to spoil the very end because I think what might happen at the end of that fight is he dies. Because he, that, like I said, they already established that if you keep using Sunshine, you're going to die. And he's fighting the strongest demon ever. And he pushes Sunshine to its utmost badass. And it's like, are you going to live through this? Not sure, but it's fucking awesome. So wa- read the manga, watch the fan animations, fuck the anime. Review over. <laughs> Perfect Vision Escanor for the manga. Poor, poor Mr. Magoo vision for the fucking anime. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> News. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to see if anybody has a YouTube video of the manga. No, uh, They do. That's the, fa- the fan animations are animated manga panels with music and stuff. It's really good. Well, I'm explaining it to me, so I don't have to read nothing. <laughs> the only things I know are from the fan animations. <laughs> that's what I, when I say I read, read the manga, that's what I mean. I read the manga. <laughs> I, I do you. You said you read comics. And you really just watch comics. <laughs> Fuck you. I do read. Do you? Um, so, yeah, let's try to be quick because it's almost 3.30, 3.15. Yes. I got to go to sleep. I'm already getting sleepy now. Yeah, I, I, I got to work tonight. Uh, so, yeah, trailers. We've been going for a month, so it's been a little shit ton of trailers that uh, came out. A bunch. Rapid fire this. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, so Quiet Place 2. Let's talk. Looks fucking awesome. That yes, that does. one shot of her driving with like her back. That that was fucking tense. With I it, felt with the, that. With that with that tr- bus. Yeah. Yeah. Before you see the monster coming out of it though, just just her. Yeah. Before yeah. Before you see the monster. Just her backing up. I'm like, have they never done that in a movie? I've never seen that in a movie. No. It looked fucking awesome. It did look good. And it gives me hope because I don't think Quiet Place needed a sequel, but if we're gonna pull an Aliens two and make it more action based rather than like suspense horror based, I'm mm-hmm. down. And also, kind of go, 
kind of feeds into like the walking dead mentality where it's like, if there's an apocalypse and stuff like that and people live more than likely, the people that are living aren't good people. Exactly. So they kind of lean into that. And well, she's like, people worth saving. And all the people that are, are still alive, they're not very good people. They're not worth saving. They're douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Frank. So I'm curious to see who these people are. Mm. But then I'm also curious, because it seems like the, the bus scene was uh, day one or whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to figure out how the world figured out that they shouldn't make any sounds around these creatures. Yeah. I also want to just see how it works when the world's populated with these creatures. Because if they're so sensitive to sound, they can hear, like, you fart from, like, a mile. I was just about to say, like, you can't fart. Like, what if you got, a, like, uh, diarrhea or it's coming out like... Yeah. But wouldn't you go crazy? Wouldn't they go crazy? Like, if there's a world filled with sound, wouldn't they just be going... Like, just, like... Well, it doesn't kill them. The sound is what attracts them to our prey. Like yeah, but if there's sound happening everywhere at once, wouldn't it be like kind of maddening for something that's sensitive to sound? I mean, this is all like logic. Well, we assume we're, they're sensitive to sound in the sense that they don't like it. We've never seen them. They're not. We they're not reacting like venom, where sound waves. Well, make, they were to that weird frequency. So well, that, just, that was just it, that yeah, it was just that frequency. But yeah. any normal sound, that's where they they know where to go mm. to kill it. Okay, all right. I'm down with it though. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. I have faith in John Krasinski. Yes, I do too. Uh, speaking of having faith in somebody, we have faith in Jordan Peele. So Jordan Peele has a new show coming out on uh, Amazon Prime. It's called Hunters. They dropped a new trailer. So what do you think about the trailer for the Nazi zombies? <laughs> I was just gonna mean, say na- it. Nazi zombies. That's not what it is. Uh, Nazi <laughs> hunters. Na- Nazi hunters. <laughs> it looks like they're hunting vampires, but they're Nazis. Yeah, that's what it seems like. It seems like a, a crew of vampire hunters. Yeah, I need more context because I, I was telling you this when we were watching the well, trailer. Maybe the Nazis are vampires. Because <laughs> that's my thing. I'm like, are these like Nazis tied directly to the Holocaust, or are these just rednecks that say, "Yeah, I'm, I, I believe in what Hitler was talking about"? Because like, I feel like you shouldn't just kill those guys. I mean, they're assholes. Fuck them. But like, I don't know if that's grounds to kill somebody (laughs) it's a tv show kill him okay (laughs) but it looks i mean it looks it looks like it's gonna be interesting looks interesting yeah i mean fucking pacino's in it so but something else that looks interesting in a weird way it's look like fucking upgrade mixed with animaniacs or something uh gun gun akimbo oh yeah okay now i get what you're saying (laughs) daniel radcliffe i don't know is this based off of something I want it. It seems it seems too weird not to be, but it might not be. But basically, for uh, those of you that haven't seen the trailer, saw so Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, and basically, I don't know if he gets kidnapped or he gets knocked out by some type of gang members or whatever, and they essentially bolt like these type of guns to his hands. Yeah. And then there's a, a message saying you have to kill certain people or whatever, or you're gonna die. Yeah. So now he has like, but just having your hands bolted to guns doesn't make you a trained killer, martial artist, assassin, or whatever the fuck. No, and then on top of that, like you still got to do real world stuff, like open a door, take a shit. Yeah, take a shit, take a piss, <laughs> jerk off, shoot your dick off, like. <laughs> so I'm like, how does this work? I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird movie. It is. It does. But, it kind of remind me of like the Daniel Radcliffe. But it looks version. interesting though. Yeah, I, I agree. But it kind of reminded me of the Daniel Radcliffe version of that Ryan Reynolds movie coming out. Uh, oh, uh, Free Man, Free Guy, <laughs> yeah, something free like guy that. Free Guy, whatever it is. It just seemed weird like that. Cartoony. 
But in a fun way. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems like uh, he's really trying to get away from the Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes, I guess. Yeah, whatever it takes. But uh, speaking of whatever it takes, uh, Fox is trying to get this fucking New Mutants movie out no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, whatever it takes. We <laughs> Whether we like it, it or not. <laughs> we thought it was dead. The first trailer came out almost th- three years ago. Two, two, basically two years ago. Yeah. 20, 2017. It's 2020 now, and they're releasing another trailer, and they're saying the movie's actually coming out in April. And I still hate it because of the whitewashing of Cecilia Reyes and uh, Roberto da Costa. That, that trailer, though. But, it, yeah, the trailer. I like the trailer. I was like, this. And they, they have a demon bear. They were trying to stay true to the comic to was, some extent. Well, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read that story. I mean, I, I've read parts of it. I just know the demon bear is scary as fuck looking in the comic. I'm gonna try, I think I'm going to try to read it before. Because, uh, I mean, I have a Marvel Unlimited app, so. Oh, there you go. I'm going to read it before the movie comes out. But yeah, the 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 trailer looks interesting, but that also doesn't mean anything because I said the same thing about Dark Phoenix. True. <laughs> I'm just glad it's and over. Then even go back and watch that last Airbender trailer. Shit looks up. It looks great. Yeah. But then the movie is fucking terrible. Trailers are just sweet lies, so you never really know. But, yeah. you know, I look, as long as it's, and it's only coming out on Netflix or whatever, right? No, or, it's or actually Hulu? going to theaters. Wait, what? I thought it was coming out online. No, I read that it's actually coming out on theater. Let me. What? All right. Well, that that hurts a little bit. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, it's gonna come out on a, like a like a you know a rental service, like some kind of but streaming no, that service. Was origi- that was originally like uh, Disney was gonna drop it on Hulu. Yeah. But now with the new trailer, no, it's actually coming out in the theater. What? Okay. Um, and that hurt for me a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's convenient to watch. I'm down. But now it's going to be in theaters. Uh, all right, I guess. Yeah, in the, in, in the theaters. Like, come on, guys. Like, you take the pass. Because at least... April, April 3rd. You're more you're more lenient on things that you can like just sit at home and watch. But you got to go out to a theater. It's like, all right, you better impress me, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't make an appointment for this. And it's going to be under the... Uh, the new the new umbrella because Disney is uh, dropping the 20th Century Fox logo. They're just keeping the same names with no Fox? Yeah, so it's going to be 20th Century Studios. And 20th Century Searchlight or whatever? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, all right, whatever. No Fox. No Fox. Uh, next trailer. Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7. Bum, bum. Jordan didn't watch this show. No, I didn't. Because he's anti-Star Wars. Uh, I didn't what? Fi- Meanwhile, I'm over here trying to learn how to use the dual-state lightsaber. I, I, I didn't finish. I didn't finish the show. Still more episodes. I got to season five, and then it was like, ooh, shiny thing. I got distracted. <laughs> and it was so long ago, I'm like, I don't remember anything that happened. I'm going to have to start all over again. Wow. There's a lot of seasons to start all over or something. <laughs> and, and, and the way it works is like, with Star Wars, like, you shouldn't watch it in the way the episodes air, like episode one, episode two, episode three. Cause oh, they, the story episodes? Yeah, like, because the way it works, it's like, they don't necessarily connect if you watch it from like episode one, episode two, episode three. Oh, it's episodic. Yeah. yeah. You got to like watch like season three, episode one, then go season one, episode two. And what? It's like that? It's like I've... that if you want to watch it in like little, because every episode, like if you watch from episode one, two, three, it's all in. Chron- it's not in chronological order. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so what? there's like an actual episode guide that was made. That even it's like Lucasfilm came out with it. Like this is how you should watch the Clone Wars. Hmm. Which I'm like, 
Then why the fuck would you make it that way? <laughs> like, yeah, word. I just want to watch the uh, the story episodes that have to do with like Anakin and, and Ahsoka. Well, yeah, there's that too. You can if, like get the main beats. Yeah, which episodes you should watch. That's really what I want. Cause wow. yeah, Rosario Dawson for Ahsoka. <laughs> if she even does that, but she's not. But well, I'm just saying. I, I want I'm it. Like, what are they gonna do in the Ahsoka movie? By the time they do that, Rosario Dawson's probably too old. No, I thought she was gonna just be in Mandalorian. That was like the pitch, right? Oh, well, that's the pitch, yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. She should be alive during Mandalorian time. Uh, well, they said, yeah, they said she's still alive. Which so is like... like the fuck is now, how is she a Force ghost in The Rise of Skywalker if she's still alive? That's a good question. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, when you keep explaining there's more Jedi out there, it's like, then where are they? Like, how many times did the, the, the Resistance almost well, get destroyed? she's not a Jedi. Whatever. She's a peacekeeper, right? Keeps and beeps. <laughs> no peace is being kept. She's a great Jedi. Okay. There's no there's no Sith. How do you that would even be cool if Ray got trained by Ahsoka? Like it make no sense for the or for the movies, but at least no. it's better than Leia all of a sudden being a Jedi. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. Even though in the first movie mm-hmm. you're looking for the last Jedi, which is Luke. Meanwhile Hey Leia, weren't you also trained in the exact same way as Luke? Huh? No, no, that's crazy. <laughs> Don't you also have a lightsaber? Huh? huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Someone else is going to finish my training or whatever. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> hey, Maz Kanata, what's the story of how you got the how you found Anakin's lightsaber? Huh? That's a story for another time. That never came. <laughs> Unless just, you read the comics. Just tell us now. I found it. Wow. <laughs> like, that's all the story was. No, that's all, yeah, that's all the story was, that they came out with a comic or whatever, something like that. It's like all the interesting story of Star Wars, they keep telling in comics, books, and video games. But with the, when it comes to the movies, it's like nothing. Cause I, uh, that seems to be supplemental, not like yeah, carrying it's, it's, the plot. Yeah, it's supposed to be supplemental. Like I finished uh, Star Wars Jedi The Last Order, and I reviewed it on my YouTube channel. And I was just like, why is it? Because there's a planet called Ilum. Okay. In the game. And it's where younglings go to train. And it's also where they create their lightsabers mm. and pick their kyber crystals. Okay. We never seen any of that in the prequels. Even <sighs> when Anakin got chosen by the no. Jedi Order. We just, we just skipped over really skipped. the interesting parts of that whole tr- Jedi training. <laughs> yeah. we never. They never mentioned Ilum. Really, they never even mentioned kyber crystals in any of the movies. You learn about kyber crystals from the comics. Yeah. Just like... That shit is kind of important. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They're making great fan service for the fans. Like, Even something like doing? Coruscant. Coruscant was the, the, the headquarters of the Jedi Order. Mm. And Palpatine took it over, basically. And yet, we don't see any of that. You're they asking don't even, too many questions. They don't even mention that in the, the new trilogy. Asking too many questions. Bro, the, you can ask the most basic questions. I, in, in Rise of Skywalker, I'm still not sure how much of the universe the First Order controls. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the state of the government? I don't know. <laughs> they never explain any of it. They don't. <laughs> but uh, speaking of something that doesn't get explained, at least in the trailer, uh, so they released the trailer for Morbius, the Michael Morbius, Jared Leto movie. What did you think? I'm going to be real. I didn't mind the trailer. Yeah, I, looked, I was like, this actually looks pretty good. I was actually kind of interested. I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty interesting. Okay. I don't really buy that it's going to be connected to the Marvel Universe. I don't even know if that's really a Vulture cameo at the end. That might just be... That's what I was wondering. I was like, is Michael Keaton actually playing the Vulture or is he playing just somebody else? I feel like they're just baiting the Marvel fans to go see it. I don't think it's actually connected. 
even even that poster with Spider-Man that said like murder or yeah, whatever murder. on the back to tie into Mysterio. But that was Photoshop after the fact. I don't even know if that was really part of the original movie. It might have been post production. Maybe, but just throwing cameo, just throwing Easter eggs. But and but then they uh, somebody said that's the PS4 Spider-Man pose. <laughs> Random. <laughs> with with uh, they put they put the Raimi suit on because you, you know you could pick your skins. Yeah. So it was the PS4 version of Spider-Man just with the Raimi suit. I'm telling you, someone in post production just put that in there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all owned by Sony at the end of the day. Yeah. But I'm just like. What are they doing? I'm confused. I don't know. I really wish they would just like let go of the whole Tom Holland crossover thing and bring back Andrew Garfield and just have him be the Spider-Man of that universe. Yeah. On, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. But, you know, what do I know? <laughs> let's let's keep trying to force you already, connections. Yeah, because you're already <laughs> introducing concept of the most People already seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So just say Tom Holland is over. Tom Holland's over here, yeah. but we have another Spider-Man over here. And really, but then, but then, but then, I don't know if maybe the deal they have with Marvel, if say, oh, you can't have a Spider-Man in in your own movie. Oh, maybe only we can use him, but you can use everybody else. I, I can see that. I was just thinking that maybe that'd be another card for them to have. Be like, hey, if we establish our own Spider-Man again, then we have another card to play with for Marvel. It'd be like, hey, do you want to? Do a Spider Verse, eh, eh, Because eh. I'm, you know I'm, like, I'm like, why is it that Fox could have Quicksilver and Marvel could have Quicksilver, and it'd be fine? You have two Avengers, you have an Avengers movie and an X Men movie, both got Quicksilver. Nobody's confused. Everybody knows. Okay, that's over here. This is over there. Why can't they do the same thing with Spider Man? Over here, you got the Avengers Spider Man. Over here, you got the Sony Spider Man. Because they think we're fucking stupid, Michael. <laughs> that's really the reason. Because it doesn't even make sense in, in that way. I don't... My brain just turned off. <laughs> I had a thought, and it was like, meh. I don't. I don't. But... <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we're going to skip these trailers. Goblin Slayer. <laughs> goblins. There's more of them. Yeah, goblins. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, box office. Let's talk about how Bad Boys is killing it. At the box office, making way more than they expected. Opened at uh, $59 million. Bad boys, bad boys. For the opening weekend. Um, but for the total of the four-day, because, you know, Dr. King, yeah. uh, $68 million. And uh, it says if it keeps up internationally as well, it will pass the $100 million mark by the end of the weekend. And uh, the budget for the movie was $90 million, so it's definitely on track to make a profit. But yeah, I mentioned this already. What's not on track to make a profit is Doolittle. <laughs> it's slated to make... Neither of us has seen it. <laughs> That's a no. good sign. <laughs> no, I, I do want to, though. Why? Because it's trash. <laughs> but it's, it's slated to make uh, less than Cats. It only opened at $22 million. And like you said, the budget was like 100 and whatever. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, number three is uh, 1917, which I do want to see. Uh, number four is Jumanji Next Level, which I'm surprised it's in the top ten. I mean, t- yeah, top four still. Uh, five is Rise of Skywalker. Number six is Just Mercy, which was a very good movie. Oh, was it? Yes. Mm. I will have to do because I'm, I'm debate because some people consider it a 2020 movie. Some people consider it a 2019 movie because it was a limited release in 2019. Mm. So because of that, I consider it a 2019 movie because it came out in 2019. Okay. But if it's a 2019, I bring all that up to say, if it's considered a 2019 movie, 
I would say it's my number one movie of the year. What? Yeah. Well, you're the same guy who's like, oh, John Wick's better than Avengers. So I don't, I don't trust you. <laughs> John Wick was better than Avengers. So now Avengers is number three in this list? No. Disgust me. It's not number three. Was it lower? <laughs> it's number five on my list. Oh, oh I'm throw up. <laughs> oh, I'll throw up. <laughs> Does it make sense? Spoiler alert for the episode there. Well, no, I wouldn't include Just Mercy on the Blur Vision uh, review because we never reviewed it. Uh, okay. I would only include... Ep- Movies that we reviewed. Uh, okay. But in terms of movies that I've seen, Just Mercy is number one on my list. You're my sucking teeth. That means I'm incredulous. Ready, ready or Not is number two. John Wick. Ready or Not is number two? Ready or Not is number wow. two. Wow. John Wick is number three. Wow. Knives Out is number four. Wow. Endgame. Oh, wait. Number- so you finally saw Knives Out? Oh, you watched it? Yeah. Completely? Last yeah. time you fell asleep. I fell asleep. I went back and watched it. All right. Now, now it's number. Now it's above Avengers. And Avengers number five. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a movie you fell asleep in the first time through. He's above Avengers. But I didn't fall asleep because I was bored. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I disagree with your list of fundamental level. <laughs> I'm against it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm, a, I'm eclectic. <laughs> and Frozen's number six. No, no, sorry. Wow, what is that? <laughs> And I got to think about the rest of them. Oh, okay. I hate your list already, but... No, my list is is perfect. Endgame is number number five. That hurts. (laughs) Tony Stark died for that. (laughs) He died to go to Doolittle. That's your point. (laughs) It's a fair point. But uh, speaking of something dying, but apparently it's coming back. So uh, J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot uh, production is now being tapped... To develop a Justice League Dark movie. Seems to be coming back. Yay. <laughs> Can't wait to see that get fucked up or not happen. I'm hoping J.J. Abrams directs it, but I don't want him to write it. Well, he does good with the first movies, usually. It's it's his, like, continuation. I mean, you say that, but what, what do we say about Force Awakens? But that was only about the hindsight. Same, the same thing. But... But when I'm, I not still talking, like Force I'm not talking about in hindsight. I'm talking about even when we saw it. I was like, it was very similar to A New Hope. But I'm excited to see what they do. <laughs> so what are they going to copy? What is it going to copy for Just Like Dark? Just Like? BVS. <laughs> BVS. <laughs> no, I was like, it was like the same beat to BVS. But I like this twist on it. <laughs> or Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad for Justice League. Well, I hope not. <laughs> but he's a good director. So direct the movie. Just don't write it. But don't. Did he write Star Trek too? But don't hire Chris Terrio. No one should ever <laughs> hire Chris Terrio. I mean, that's not even true. I, I, things that aren't genre are okay with him. But don't let him touch anything with superheroes in it ever again. <laughs> in any form. Superheroes, airbenders, <laughs> any kind of superhero. Yes. I Ghostbusters. Agree. I agree. <laughs> um, what else? So, yeah. Uh,. One of the big news that dropped on the month that we were gone is one of my most, actually my second most anticipated property coming out of the MCU, Uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Uh lost its director. Scott Derrickson is no longer part of Doctor Strange because of... Creative differences. Yeah, creative differences. Whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) More than likely, he probably wanted to make it more horror-y. That means we don't want to explain ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Basically. He wanted, probably wanted to make it... This is what most people speculate. It's also what I speculate, too. They probably wanted to make... He, want, no, 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 no. he probably wanted to make it more horror-y, and Marvel's like, mm, it's kind of too dark. 
But they called it the first MCU horror movie, though. They did. But not horror. But not, not, not too horror. Yeah, not too horror. The one scared the little kids. <laughs> yeah, which I'm not a fan of. But Yeah, our 80s movies used to scare us all the time just because. <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean the movie's going to be bad. Ant-Man lost Edgar Wright, and I still like I like the Ant-Man movies. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm still curious of what an Edgar Wright Ant-Man would have been. Yeah, I am too. So it would be the same thing with this. I'm curious. Even if Doctor Strange is still good, I'm curious to see what a Scott Derrickson pure horror multiverse of madness would have been if i'm blown away by it i won't care but if it's something i'm like ah, i just feel like it's a little bland or at least the derrickson cut yeah exactly we start saying that (laughs) but i mean whatever we'll see i guess but even with that losing a director they're saying they're still going to begin filming yeah it's marvel it's not dc like we don't need a director we we already have a plan all we need is somebody to stand behind the camera (laughs) pretty much but uh, speaking of somebody standing, this person isn't going to stand. They're going to be in, sitting in a wheelchair. Xavier? Uh, 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 no. Uh, Titan Season 3 is going to supposedly adding Barbara Gordon Oracle oh. to Season 3. But I'm like... Yay, more Batman characters. Too, they got way too many fucking characters. also heard that they're going to be adding Aqualad. I thought they already did an Aqualad. But no, not Garth. Calder. The black one? Yeah. I'm like they got. We, so are you making they barely focus now. They barely focus on the characters that they got. Yeah. Now they're adding all these other characters. It's too. It's too convoluted. Clearly, they think just adding more comic book names to the show is going to bring in more comic Makes book fans. It better. Yeah. No. Fix yeah. your fix your writing. Yeah. <laughs> Made me care about fucking Beast Boy or Raven or fucking bring Cyborg in, who apparently is on a different universe. You already, you already introduced. Which I'm like. You saw it right with the crisis. Yeah. Doom Patrol and Titans aren't even the same universe. No, they're not. It's like... <laughs> Terrible so planning. But they're saying the Titans... So the Titans that, the, that were on... Do, or the Doom Patrol that were on Titans is a different Doom Patrol... Yes. ...than the Doom Patrol <laughs> show. Remember how when we watched Doom Patrol, we were trying to connect it? Like, when does this take... Is this a place take place in the past? Like, I don't understand when this happens no, with the Titans continuity. It's a different Doom Patrol. Exactly. Which I'm just like, that's stupid. That's be, Whatever. That was a, that was a post-that decision... Decision. Does I say that right? Probably. Like they, they were just like, "Fuck, we didn't write that. We didn't write this right. How do we connect them? Different universe. Oh, sweet. All right, solved. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But uh, something that's not stupid, at least for you, which I'm just saying. For me. Whatever. I'm gonna. St- I'm like. I'm gonna still check it out. Only and, and, and only because I said I was interested by the end. But yeah, Made in Abyss is actually coming. It's finally coming shit. out. That was an amazing anime. Mm. Fucking beautiful, you fucking piece of shit. Mm. I don't <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy over here, Dragon Ball Super is the best anime. It, it was. <laughs> I don't see a date here, but they did say that a sequel is coming out. Oh my god. I have to be afraid for these little fucking kids again. Yeah, the sequel project is in the works. Unfortunately, the announcement did not confirm a concrete release date, nor did it confirm what kind of anime project. Like, there's no happy ending in that anime. They're just going to get to the bottom of that fucking abyss and die. <laughs> the end. Probably. But you know what does something? You know what is going to have a happy ending? What? Because it's Disney. Uh, plus, I'm excited about this. <laughs> Disney Plus. Uh. <laughs> and it may come out on Disney Plus. But anyway, uh, National Treasure 3. Have you ever watched those movies? No, I haven't. With Nick Cage? Yes. I hate his face. But those movies are good. They are? Yes. Really? They are so good. I did not know that. Okay. Racism. Racism. <laughs> you don't like white people. I hate Nicholas Cage's forehead. Yeah, National Treasure Three is getting a uh, 
it's moving forward at Disney. I'm excited. Yay. You got to watch National Treasure 1 and 2. You'll like it. All right. All right. I don't know. In the same breath, you're like, Man, this sucks. You're like, yeah, National Treasure 3. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> no, watch National Treasure 1 and 2. All right. All right. But by next week. Oh, by next week. Okay. You watch Cats by next week, motherfucker? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> the thing you want to watch. Ridiculous. But uh, something that we're all, none of us are going to watch that I'm excited <laughs> about. Uh, it's now officially confirmed that the Confederate show is dead at HBO. Oh, the thing with fucking D&B? Yeah. Like, they were still trying to move or forward D&D, with it. Yeah, they're remember. still trying to move forward with it. But now it's dead. Good. You yeah. should have no more shows. You should never work in Hollywood again. Shame. Shame. Ding, 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 ding. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. As of right now, they still are slated to do the Star Wars trilogy. No, they were cut out. I thought you, there was a news oh, thing. Wait. Yeah, no, yeah, I, did, I did say that. Yeah, good. Shame. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> More than likely, they're going to, you know. They're going to get something. Well, yeah, white man. Oh, no, they said the Netflix thing. Yeah. They're gonna, I'm like, they're going to fail up. <laughs> I don't know what the, you said the white men's are going to fail up. It's yeah, true. Yeah, that's always what happens. It's fucking true. Um... Yeah, they had the Netflix deal, whatever that was for. Yeah, whatever that's for. I don't remember. I forgot. For. I don't remember either. But uh, something that also came out is uh, so we were speculating when the Eternals movie was going to take place. We thought I remember reading something that said it was thousands of years in the past. Yeah. Meanwhile, I saw set photos of them just chilling. They look like they were wearing like normal clothes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige says it takes place after Endgame. I'm worried about this movie. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just saying, like, I of all the Marvel movies, and granted, if you asked me this 10 years ago, I've been the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because I was so, like, who the fuck are the... I've at least heard of the Eternals. I don't know shit about the Eternals, but I never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy until the movie. Oh, really? I was like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> I, I've heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but never heard of their individual names, like Groot, Drax, no, Star-Lord. I've never like, heard who? of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> the guy, who? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. But, so, I mean, it could be the same thing. It's got so many names in it. It's got fucking Jon Snow. It's got fucking um, Camille Nunjiani or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. What's her face? Angel- uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, it's got a bunch of names. Wong. No. No, Wong is No, not Wong. Name. Who's the other the Asian guy? Isn't there an Asian guy in this? Kamal Nunjiani. He's not Asian. Okay, he's technically Asian. He's Indian. Technically, he's, he is Asian. Uh, whatever. <laughs> not technically. No, technically. <laughs> oh, technically, you're in Asia. Not, you don't. It's, you like, don't. it's like saying, like, oh, you're American. I mean, like, yeah, I guess technically I am American, but, you know, African American. <laughs> no, you're not African American. Oh, what am I? <laughs> Are any of your parents African? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're also African American. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, HBO Max is saying they're good, they're gonna do a Green Lantern series, which I'm like, how is that going to work? Because I feel like something like Green Lantern, considering his powers and considering the fact that he's around all these space creatures and he's a space cop, I feel like a TV show or just a Green Lantern property would be expensive as fuck. Yeah, probably more expensive than something like The Mandalorian. Oh, for sure. So I'm like, you can kind of get away with Mandalorian with the cosplay budget. (laughs) But I'm like, Green Lantern is like CG everywhere. So yeah, I'm like wondering how is this going to work for TV or streaming? I don't know. Streaming? What is this? Streaming. Quote unquote streaming? Streaming. 
TV. Oh, that's the bunny ears? I don't understand. Yeah, TV. Uh, okay. TV. Ah. TV. Hurry, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm so hungry right now. Uh, but also with that, they're confirmed, they they said they're going to do an Aquaman miniseries on uh, on uh, HBO Max. It says the story... Unless it's Jason Moe. Uh, the care. story of the animated three-episode miniseries will start with oh, Arthur, Curry, oh. Arthur Curry's first day on the job as King of Atlantis, a throne which he was seen claiming in the final moments of the Aquaman movie. Volker and Mera will be on hand to support him in his work Wait, as so this, King of Atlantis. This is DCEU-based? Yes. Oh, it's based shit. on the end of the movie. Oh, shit. Okay. But animated. Now I am interested because it is Jason... So is it voiced by Jason Momoa too? Um, it says James Wan is on board to produce it. Uh, that's all I see. Hmm. Curious. But I would assume so. Why not? <laughs> why I would hope it? so. Yeah, why do it if you can't? Yeah, exactly. Some Jason Momoa sounded like that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, winding down, the last two are gonna be long though. Well, no, <laughs> the, la- the the second to last one might be long, but the last one's not gonna be short. But the third one's gonna be short too. Hugo Weaving's not coming back from Matrix Four. Moving on. No, oh, it sucks. Uh, they should all be dead anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. Actually, no, I'm gonna save the long one for last. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this is the short one. This makes me excited because I've been calling it since the fucking ever since I got on this podcast. Oh, I know this is about <laughs> Marvel is looking to cast Hulkling. They've been listening, Michael. <laughs> in upcoming, in an upcoming Disney project, which more than likely is supposed to be Wanda WandaVision. Weird. Why WandaVision? I mean, if they're gonna have uh, Billy, want to have his boyfriend? But. It's- so what's the deal? He's a scroll. That he's half. He's half Cree, half scroll. But he can't look human. No, he can look. He's 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 a scroll, so oh. he can look. He can be, look however he wants. Oh, okay, so they they do have an out for the budget. <laughs> yeah, they definitely like a, have an out for the budget. Oh, okay. So I mean, why did, why is he called Hulkling though? I think I've asked this before, but I don't remember. Because he. Uh, What's the word I'm trying to use? Help me. Fine. Give me words. I don't know. What? I don't know. It's, it's like every word. I don't know. I don't know words. He, uh, Sounds like a weird brand thing. Like, don't take my name. He tried to, not moniker. He tried to model himself off the Hulk. Because he's green? Yeah. So like, originally Wicked. So rather than explain he's a scroll, he's like, no, I'm, I'm a Hulk. Yeah, because at first he thought he was a mutant. Mm. Until he learned he was descended of Cree and Skrull royalty, oh. and when they first when they, when when the new when the young Avengers first got their powers, like for example, uh, when they first introduced Wiccan, his name was Asgardian, and he thought that he could only use like lightning powers, and so he tried to model himself after Thor, even though he wasn't an Asgardian, oh. he was a fan. So they were they were deliberately modeling their team. Yeah, they were the trying Avengers. to model themselves after the Avengers. Got you, got you. So got they you. called themselves as like he called himself Asgardian until he you know started using more of his magic. Yeah. Then he's like, well, Asgardian doesn't fit. And then it was like, and then uh, Jessica Jones was like, you should probably think of changing your name once once the public finds out you're gay. That's definitely a joke. Asgardian. Oh, the Asgardian. Asgardian, yeah. Ah, that's funny. So then he did, yeah, then he decided to change his name. 
That, so, that reasoning is funny. They change it to like, yeah, you might yeah, want to change. That's, yeah, they even said that in the comic. Yeah, you're waiting. You're, you're basically setting yourself, setting yourself up for failure right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. All right, that makes more sense. But how will they do that in the MCU if they don't have all the other characters to establish themselves as other Avengers? What do you mean? Like, Hulkling, by, he's just going to be like, I, that guy is green like me. I'm going to call myself Hulkling. But in the context you said, it's like they, ha- they already had a team, and they were like, all right, well, you be the Thor. I'll be the Hulk. Patriot can be the Captain America, like right? That's kind of how it went. More or less, yeah. Yeah, but so so now that he doesn't have the team, unless they are going to establish the team, but if they don't establish the team. I mean, just because they introduce them, don't mean this is Hulkling. Oh, yeah, that's a good. Point. What's his real name? Because because even like uh, we st- Flash. It won't be until <laughs> it won't be until it won't be until Wandavision that she's actually called Scarlet Witch. True, 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 true. Clint might have never actually been called Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, was he? I, the only thing I can remember is when he called, he his, called daughter his daughter Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I don't think anyone's ever called him Hawkeye in the MCU. He's always just Clint. Yeah, he, or even like, like Wonder Martin. Granted, it's a different universe, but they never called Diana Wonder Woman. Yeah, or the Flash Flash. Yeah, so it could be the same thing. He doesn't call him Hulk. They don't never call him Hulkling. Hmm. They just call him Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, that's his name. That's a terrible hero name. <laughs> Go get him, Teddy. <laughs> Theodore. That's even worse. It's <laughs> like the chipmunks. Do, do. <laughs> but yeah, final final uh, news thing that I did send this to you, so I don't know if you ever read it. Probably not. But uh, <laughs> I'm like words. <laughs> Close it. But yeah, the uh, granted, nobody knows if this is real or not. But according to the guy that leaked it, it is real, okay. and nobody ever came out and denied it and said it's not real. But script elements from uh, the a first draft of Colin Trevorrow's Rise of Skywalker. Oh. So you you didn't read it? No, I, I didn't. Racism. <laughs> I was like words. Oh, yeah, script, this motherfucker I'm about to read. That's crazy. Wait, it, it wasn't like the final draft or anything like that. So who knows how much of this would have actually made it into the movie? Okay. And like I said, Colin Trevorrow never came out and said this is actually not true. Yeah. You so, think that'd be the first thing he would do? Yeah, that would be the first thing. So to me, it says it's true. Okay. But uh, so basically, is it better? It is. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is it? <laughs> So uh, basically, he uh, it, it wasn't going to be called The Rise of Skywalker. Because it's a terrible name. <laughs> it was going to be called Star Wars Duel of the Fates. That's already better. That's the name of the best song in the whole fucking franchise. Of course you should name it that. All right, what, what else? What happens in this? Duel of the Fates. Yes. Okay. And so the big change is Palpatine was not in the movie. Of course. He does appear, but it's a... Holocron message that was originally meant for Vader. That's what we assumed it was going to be originally. Remember when Rise of Skywalker first got dropped with Palpatine teases? And we're like, there's no way he's actually in the movie, right? Nope. But yeah, the Holocron message was telling uh, Vader that uh, uh, to take Luke Skywalker, in the event that Luke Skywalker does kill him, to take Luke Skywalker to an ancient Sith master, Vortalum. What? And... It says, instead, Kylo heeds the message and goes there himself, but not before being wounded by the holocron. What? That ex- it explodes. Like, this message. Kylo, Inspector Gadgets, this message was self-destruct. Well, fucking, you caught a laser beam in the air with the force in the first movie, but, but you, you can't. saw it coming. You can't see the explosion coming? <laughs> no. And no, he didn't, too. Like, he, he, like, what's his name? Uh, Poe shot, and he turned around and stopped it, like, within a second. <laughs> but yeah, he's wounded by the holocron and forced to have the melted down metal of the Mandalorian helmet welded to his face. 
Oh, so it hurts his face. Yeah, so it explodes and it, the helmet, yeah. So Almost, that's an excuse to a, have the helmet again. In a Doctor Doom type of way. Yeah. So basically, new Doc, new Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but way lamer because like it's just a message exploding in your face. <laughs> but it says on the Resistance side, Rose has a much larger role in the movie. Ooh, surprising. Uh, Finn, three PO, and R two D two head to Coruscant, place we never seen. In yeah. The- in search of a beacon that will potentially call all, call on allies to join them in the fight against the First Order. Because you find out during the opening crawl that... There was a reason why they didn't show up when they put out that not, call? It's not here, but I remember the opening crawl supposedly says that the First Order has blocked all communications from all planets. So that's why the planets can't talk to each other. Is, is that how they were retconning the end of Last Jedi when they put out that call? For people to help and no one called, no yeah. one, no one responded. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. And then also, kind of with the because uh, it gives you an out to be and, like, and the first and the Force Awakens because it also explains like where's the fuck is the government? Why aren't they helping? Why do they not know? Or yeah. do, why aren't they doing anything about the First Order? Yeah, and also it kind of that's weird that kind of ties into that theme in Rise of Skywalker about like the First Order wanting you to think you're alone but you're not. I think that was like an element from that. Probably. I don't know. Because that line didn't really make sense in Rise of Skywalker. It just felt hollow. But coupled with this information, it's like, it's literal now. They want you to feel like you're alone because you literally can't communicate with anybody else. I like that a lot better already. Okay. Wow. That's, wow, JJ. You, wow, trash. <laughs> but it says, meanwhile, the details of Ray's, for Ray's arc are less vague and still shifting around as is the first draft. But it says... She meets Luke as a force ghost who himself spends half of Duel of the Fates haunting Kylo Ren. So he's also... That's, so, I, again. So, he's, so he's training Rey and also try, uh, not just haunting Kylo Ren, but also trying to get him to go from being Kylo back to Ben. Which should have been Rise of Skywalker because it totally dropped that, pl- that line in The Last Jedi where he tells Kylo, see you around, kid. Or even when he tells him... And if you kill me, I'm going to haunt you just like your, your, your father haunts you. But that never happened in Rise of Skywalker. No. He was just chilling out. Still, even as a fucking force ghost, he's still in fucking isolation of Noct 2. What the fuck? <laughs> and it says that uh, Kylo Ren is being trained by the Lovecraftian Vortalum. Lovecraftian? I guess he's a Cthulhu. He's, he's Cthulhu. also Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, l- losing to a phantom Darth Vader in a lightsaber duel. So he fights off basically like a ghost version yeah, of like Darth. what Luke did. Yeah, what Luke did. And uh, he ends up confronting Rey on the mystical planet of Mortis, which you see on uh, the Clone Wars show. So they're trying to make these real deep cuts. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it says, it's here where things end. Kylo reveals that he killed Rey's parents uh, on the orders of Snoke, which that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense at all. Because I'm like, what was he, 10? Yeah. I'm like, but he was still with Luke. Yeah. But what you learn, well, something that you learn, again, it's trash, supplemental, that you learn in the Kylo Ren comic book is all that time that Ray, uh, that Luke was training uh, uh, Kylo Ren. Oh, was or, Snoke also like... Was Snoke was also in his ear. Yeah. So he's like serving two masters. Yeah. Which, you which is learning. just Palpatine. Which, yes, Palpatine. What the fuck was the yeah, point? So I guess in that, I don't know how I feel about this. So I, this either, so I guess in that aspect, maybe it's weird. Cthulhu masters out of nowhere, all of a sudden, again, don't even introduce just, a new just, villain. You have Kylo. 
Make him the villain. <laughs> well, kind of. They are. But they, uh, and then you could have had the Knights of Ren being like the. If you want him to turn good at the end, the Knights of Ren could have been the adversary at the end. And anyway, so basically, uh, you see the Force Ghosts of Luke, Obi Wan, and Yoda trying to bring uh, Kylo back to the light side. <laughs> Come on, bro. It doesn't happen, and Ray ends up killing him. Oh, so there's not even a redemption in this one. No, there's no redemption. He dies. See, I don't know if I like that either, though. I don't even like this Cthulhu villain out of nowhere either. And it says that's that's only the beginning. There's so much to cover. BB-8 stealing a Star Destroyer. What? Leia's role. Uh, wait. See, I like parts of this better, but other parts I'm like, meh. So what I'm understanding is there was no scenario where there'd be like a great Star Wars movie. <laughs> it was been varying degrees of what? Um, Why do you need a new big bad Sith? I don't understand. Like the whole point of Last Jedi was to get away from that dichotomy. Why would they keep doubling down on it? <laughs> yeah. Finn isn't, Finn doesn't become a Jedi in this. Oh, he's not even force sensitive at all? No. Okay. Well, I'm about to say he didn't become a Jedi in the for, uh, Rise of Skywalker either. <laughs> Ray, before I die, I'm force sensitive. Uh, <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, Chewie flies an X-wing. Big deal. I saw screen uh, concept art too of Rise of Skywalker where it looked like they they did more with Chewbacca being like captured. Han Solo still shows up. Okay, to try and convince Kylo Ren. Yeah, what? Are but you, to no avail. What are, you, what are you do? What are you doing, Ben? Uh, that's not my name anymore. Han, your mother can't see you anymore. Like, not like this, Ben. I'm not coming back. There's a greater destiny for me, Han. They're lies, son. Empty promises. You have everything you need right here, Ben. What? You? Her? My master says I have unequal power. Neither of you understand. Han, your mother understands more than anyone. Wait, what is this? Dialogue from the script? From the first draft, yeah. Oh. Ben, she sent me away. Han, to learn, to grow. Ben, I have grown. Han, your mother loves you. Ben, she's afraid of me. Han asks Ben for his lightsaber. It then cuts to Kylo killing Han in The Force Awakens. Kylo begins to climb the icy mountain. Battle of Coruscant continues. Mm. I actually like the encounter in Rise of Skywalker. Ray and Kylo Ren begin to use the Force on each other. Kylo, I'm stronger than Anakin Skywalker, stronger than his son, Ray. But you're still afraid, Kylo, of what? You? Ray, of what you've become. The dark side has left you empty, a husk. Kylo, I don't have to be alone. With the power of this place, Mortis, we could rule the galaxy as the ancients did. The dark side and the light side. Which, if you've seen the uh, episode of The Clone Wars, you know there was the father. Yeah, the like light side and a dark side. Like yeah. gods, basically. Basically. Yeah, which is also weird. <laughs> More weird lore. I'm just like, what? And eventually this is where he reveals that he uh, killed his parents. I think I kind of like the... Like, I like that they're talking more in this script. Because <laughs> there wasn't that much dialogue between them and then the Rise of Skywalker. No. But yeah. That's pretty much. Hmm. So how do you feel about that? Better or worse? I mean, I like I like a lot of elements from it. I agree. I like elements from it. I don't, I don't know how I would have felt about it. But yeah, this Tor Valum person. Who the fuck is he? Yeah, what the fuck? Whatever happened to Darth Plagueis? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> was Palpatine Plagueis? Never really clarified that either. He's I mean, like, I've died before. Were yeah, you Plagueis? 
Yeah, based on based on how uh, Rise of Skywalker ended, fucking Plagueis jumped into Palpatine. Yeah, so I'm like, huh? So, yeah, he's Plagueis. I don't get it. <laughs> then say that. <laughs> Make it clear. Just like, strike me down and I will enter your body. <laughs> but because she didn't strike him down out of anger, but out of Jedi justice or something. It's but she okay. still struck him down. No, no, no. That's not the rules. <laughs> There's very specific Sith ritual rules. <laughs> All this Sith Eternal. So it's all stupid. So, all right. Well, at least now I know. Even that version, I've been like, eh, okay. Remember, that's the first draft. True. It is the first draft. I just wish they had a plan. <laughs> Maybe it would have corrected all of this bullshit, but ah, well. It's a crazy world we live in. We have to look back with La- to The Last Jedi with fondness. And I was like, oh, wow. They had some really dope ideas in that, even though they fucked up half that movie with Canto Bite bullshit. <laughs> but anyway. That's been this week's episode of Blurred Vision. We are back. Feeling good, Michael? Feeling good, Beck? I'm sleepy. I am too. I'm hungry and sleepy. You don't have to work, though. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So let's get out of here for Michael's sake before he fucking dies. (laughs) I was going to make a joke, but I can't think of a good analogy because I'm so tired. (laughs) I was like, dies like something we talked about today. (laughs) Palpatine, only to not really. There you go. All right. That's been this week's episode of Blurred Vision. I've been your host, Jordan with. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Me, (laughs) Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Only for three weeks. Oh, yeah, and then you're going to die again. (laughs) Then I'm I'm gone for six weeks. It's okay, I'm going to replace you. (laughs) I can never be replaced. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, guys. Bye. When all is lost inside. I'm here to make you right I'll break through I'll save you Through dark and shining light The city shining bright Because I am it When the dark draws near You can have no fear Because I am here When all is lost inside Shining light, the city shining bright